everybody. Welcome to the 53rd episode of Directly to You, our Nintendo podcast that we do every single week. And just like every single week, except for that one time where he was dead, I'm joined by Parker. What's up? Hello, everybody. Uh, it's Parker here. Yeah, that's me. Uh, totally not a fake Parker. Didn't replace him. <laughs> Didn't replace him when he died. Didn't do that. Uh, speaking of Parker dying, uh, I don't know how that segues into that, but you can support the you can yeah. support the channel <laughs> by, by becoming a member on YouTube.com slash that threat, AJ? <laughs> It better not be. If they don't support, I mean, possibly. If you, you don't like support Parker, and I disappear, I you know. Do who to you go like to. Parker? Do you like Parker? Click that join button on YouTube.com/slash right. Fnatic4 uh, for for doing that. You can get exclusive perks like loyalty badges and and emotes and gaming time with us and switch keys and whatnot. Speaking of that, I got a I got to dump a few. And the supporters only Discord. I got a few that are just sitting there. Uh, I gotta, I gotta do that. Um, I thought that I had another PayPal key, which would have been dope because mm. that game is real good. But they just emailed me again and was like, "Hey, uh, did you use this key? Uh, you should use it. The game's good." <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got, I got, I got it. Um, but yeah, beside that, you could uh, support us. If you're an audio-only listener and you just you never saw a YouTube video in your life, you can support us on Anchor with the listener support program anywhere from a dollar to $10. You don't get as much stuff for that. So I would, just full transparency, I would advise you to go to YouTube.com slash forward and do that. Eventually, Grimhane pointed out in the comments, eventually you will be able to subscribe to Twitch Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which mm-hmm. means you can subscribe for free and support the streaming endeavors, you know. But right now I'm having a hold up because Twitch has me in uh, tax interview limbo and they have no support. Like they have no support team dedicated to the problem that i'm having man that's like so frustrating they, yeah 100 they depreciated <laughs> that support so every time i email the email that it's telling me to email they're like oh yeah we don't do that anymore so i just have to sit here until somebody does something and, and moves the process along um but apart from that how, how you doing parker i'm doing i'm doing all right yeah just uh hanging out i got to join in your video this week and that was a whole lot of fun that was cool. I was supposed to be in yours, but you just you ghosted me, man. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't give me details. You weren't like, oh, hey, this is how we do this. This is what we're doing. Well, there's always this next week. There's a lot better. Well, not just better, but like more games coming out this week. So there will be more content to be able to do that with. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, but yeah, otherwise doing all right. Just hanging out. What about you? Uh, speaking of content, mm-hmm. I, I got some of Nintendo's newest. Yeah. Uh, hashtag free game product mm-hmm. provided by Nintendo and all that good and dear stuff. Uh, in my email, I got Kirby Epic Yarn, uh, extra epic yarn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it. It's, it, I, I like it because of what they added to it, which, I mean, just generally Kirby's, I mean, this, I'm notorious for not liking the at least the 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 later Kirby games, right. particularly Kirby Star Allies, mm-hmm. um, because they're real toothless and uninteresting. Yeah. 
Um, this game, even without the additions, which you, you, have you heard about any of the new stuff that they added to this game? I know there's a devilish mode, which mm-hmm. I guess is just a harder mode. Is that unlocked from the get go? Yes. So when nice. you select a uh, like a, a level, it immediately takes you into like okay what level of difficulty do you want do you want the normal gotcha. difficulty or do you want devil's devilish mode that's nice because um, i feel like correct me if i'm wrong but i think St- uh, star allies had a harder mode but you had to beat the game in the regular mode first to be able to do any of that stuff it had a harder mode in like post oh like, gotcha. they, like they added a patch that a bunch of months later okay gotcha yeah, yeah, yeah um and even then it's like nowhere near what this is and and it's not even necessarily that this is like super hard i would say that maybe make it a little bit easier and that could be just like the standard difficulty for the game gotcha uh, yeah really the the thing that is cool about it and that i like is not that it's harder because again that's not my major complaint with kirby i don't have a problem with it being an easier game yoshi for instance is not the hardest game in the world mm-hmm. mario is not the hardest game in the world but both of those games are more mechanically interesting than right. kirby because you can lose literally jump through the entirety of most of the games and that is another thing that i think this game has over most kirby games most recent kirby games especially is that you don't have that ability anymore so you can't do like the several jumps you have like one jump i think even and then you have the parachute um so you can't just like hover over every enemy in the world and, and be done with it so like even if you're doing the the normal difficulty it's still not like as uninteresting right <laughs> as the other kirby games are um but like you mentioned the devilish mode uh devilish mode adds another layer to that where it's like it's it's almost like this continuous boss battle mm-hmm. and it's, I, I really like that mechanic i wish mm. that they changed it a little bit in terms of like from level to level like kind of themed it more because like the specific mechanic is what i i saw a tiny bit of gameplay of it it's there's like a thing kind of always chasing you or something like a bullet bill looking thing Mm mm-hmm okay so it's i I assume it's the devil dude he's (laughs) he's devilish he's he's a devil of some sort uh and he's he's like chasing you and you can like momentarily thwart him (laughs) because there's like almost copyability sort of things where it's like these hats and you can like grab onto them with your yarn and mm-hmm. it gives kirby different abilities and stuff like that you can use those to hurt him or there's like environmental things like enemies that shoot uh like rockets at you and stuff you can grab those with your yarn and throw them at him mm-hmm. and then that'll like put him on chill mode for like a couple of seconds and then he'll keep coming after you and it kind of like forces you to like move quicker because like you can't like you can't really just with your typical abilities like without one of those hats you can't just go after him and be like oh i'm just going to take this dude out so i don't have to worry about him uh you have because he runs away from you uh you have to have one of those abilities or have something like the rocket to be able to like pursue him so he kind of just keeps you moving forward because you can't go backwards to try to slow him down he just moves forward to push you forward Gotcha. That's yeah, that's a good way to do that. I feel it actually, as you're saying that it reminds me a little bit of um, uh, at the end of World three in Celeste, I think where um, the it's the hotel world where like yeah, at the yeah, end, yeah. there's the boss guy chasing you. And right. I also just like yeah. I mean, that's a general trope 
mm-hmm. period. You know, like it's like kind of like the Indiana Jones rock mm-hmm. trailing you sort of situation. So as or I was something as simple as like a scrolling screen. Right. Yeah. Which is more like what Mario typically would do is just like have an auto scrolling like Butterbridge right. or whatever. But yeah, that that's a less level as I was playing it. I didn't. I don't know. I, I feel dumb, but for some reason, I thought it was just a one screen boss battle thing and like the screen doesn't start to scroll until you walk you know through the right side yeah. of the screen over to the next pane <laughs> so i was like hanging out and kept jumping on him and like you know trying to beat him because same thing you can like temporarily make him go away and then he comes right back right and so i just kept doing that over and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over uh and i was like how many do you have to do this like 10 times in a row for it to work <laughs> and then i finally like just kind of walked a little further right <laughs> And there was another screen, and you know, there's a bunch more screens. So <laughs> you're just embarrassed for the rest of the time. Pretty much, yeah. You're like looking around, like, did anybody see that? Yeah, which it was Somehow. still challenging, but a, a more fun kind of challenge than the annoying thing that I thought it was in the first place. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Do you feel like if it weren't for the devilish mode, you'd still be having fun with it in the normal way? I mean, I'm very early on in the game. Like, I beat like the first world and a half. Because, I mean, again, I got this today. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I played it like a little bit, really until my 3DS started dying. And I was like, oh, I got to bury out my charger. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then once that happened, I was like, okay, I think I have enough to like at least give impressions on this game. Um, to say that if you have a 3DS that's also buried, uh, you can just get that dust off of it, you know, play mm-hmm. those games. Nice little game. Uh, but yeah, without the devilish mode, I think it's better than Star Allies, but it's mm-hmm. not something that uh, I could see myself, at least with what I have so far with the world and a half or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not something I could see myself burying out my 30s for. <laughs> right. Still probably, a, I mean, a Kirby game, all things considered, so kind of easy, family friendly, and that can, I mean, everything Nintendo's family friendly pretty much, but right yeah not which is like mm-hmm. the main thing for me like i hate that everybody's <laughs> main like retort to me being like kirby's toothless and uninteresting everybody's like well it's a kid's game and I it's know. like i don't remember nintendo specifically like uh saying that kirby in particular is for people that are younger than the people that mario is for right yeah you know like that's that's just like this category that nintendo fans put on kirby because it just so happens to be the toothless one Mm -hmm. um which is like i I mean i I think and because he's a you know pink puffball kind of thing maybe some of that too it's just like the persona it looks like it should be an easier game and so they maybe have leaned into that more for that yeah, reason but I too mean, like earthbound looks like a saturday morning cartoon <laughs> and we're fighting abortions so like looks can be deceiving yeah, sometimes pretty much uh i think that every nintendo game period Mm-hmm. should have some level of this is the mode for the kids and this is the mode for the other people right you know because that that's their whole thing is like for the longest time they're like whether you're nine or 99 you'll enjoy our game you know like mm-hmm. that whole thing there's no middle ground in most kirby games so give us a devilish mode in every one of them how about mm-hmm. that how, how about that i think even yeah. if it's something as as simple as like because it's not like i mean i'm sure that there there was like debugging and, and like different level design stuff to make sure that everything translates well but if you have this consistent factor that's like this is what makes this level or these levels just generally harder 
just do that and put that into all Yoshi, Kirby, Mario, Donkey Kong, etc., etc. <laughs> all of them. Mm-hmm. Give us well for like Donkey Kong, you might want to do an easier mode. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, but yeah, like all the all those games. If it's too hard, typically for most people, like a Donkey Kong, put an easier mode. If mm-hmm. it's too easy, typically put a harder mode. Yep. I mean, like I was so some of the things I've been playing this week. I've, Pokemon, I, I'll talk more about. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I also went back and was doing some of the NES games just because there's a bunch of them that I, I never had an NES, so there's a bunch of them I just never played. So, like, I well, Ninja Gaiden is famously a little more challenging, um, but I, I don't know. I have things to say on that anyway. But I, one of them was Kirby, and just now before we were recording, I was playing Super Mario Bros. 2, and, like, those are both kit. I mean, all, you know, our kids games, all things considered, just like most Nintendo stuff is, but I still died a decent amount in the little bit that I played and I'm using save states because I'm just trying to have fun with it. See, and that's the thing, like Mm -hmm. the original Kirby games are not as easy as the newer Kirby games. And like that was just generally like a, like an accepted thing back in our day you know like mm-hmm. that whole thing where like up until i'd say like the gamecube era even yeah games were just harder you know <laughs> and it's like it's not this like handholdy thing of like oh they're kids it's like nah i was the, literally and everybody's like shocked when i tell them this and they don't believe me the first game i ever beat was lion king on the snes mm-hmm. and everybody's like but that game's hard i'm like yeah <laughs> i was a child and i didn't do like it like it was either play the game go outside and that's what i had to do so it's like if i'm playing the game if i'm playing the game that's the game i'm playing yeah so eventually i get good enough to beat it you know Um, i think it's kind of multifaceted too because there's a certain element to where just the i don't know well nowadays games are a lot more polished so hitboxes are more obvious and like things are just generally more fair probably right whereas the games back then it wasn't a question that they weren't fair just i mean some of it was on purpose like playing ninja gaiden there's some stuff in there I mean, that was just of it, a lot of it yeah. was on purpose just because of like the arcade era and like let's exactly squeeze every quarter out of this small <laughs> child yeah but i mean and so some of that was on i mean for the arcade reasons and also just for replayability so it's like right. okay this is the only game you're gonna have for you know six months or whatever so right. we'll make sure that it takes you a while to actually get through it and you can have fun with it for a long time so you end up spending a lot more time you know trying to beat it that way as opposed to now a lot more games are kind of like press a to win sort of stuff uh and probably because i'm mean, thinking about like combo based games or something like that it's just it is fun mechanically to just like oh i'm pressing all these buttons and the character's doing cool stuff but there's a certain level to where if you dumb that down too much to where you don't really even have to do anything at all then that's that's pretty lame at that point yeah and it, like i just can't see that being any different you know like the 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 idea that like most people is like oh this is the only game i'm going to get for like the next three to six months right because like as far as averages go that checks out on the switch yeah because the average player has about four games and that's an <laughs> average so that means that most people have less than that because Mm -hmm. you have people like me or i'd assume you that have like 20 plus yeah i just counted on my switch earlier because i was curious and i've got 43 i think yeah so like installed (laughs) installed i have like 65 yeah 
<laughs> and a lot of the games I no longer have are like I, I mean obviously I still own them right but like they're like the bigger games like the Wolfensteins or like like just the stuff that I don't want to have on my SD card because I'm probably not going to play it anytime soon mm-hmm. um it, I have so many games yeah <laughs> so it's like it's just like not that many people are buying that many games so like to to give everybody the most possible bang for their buck because you just might be their one game yeah right <laughs> like do it you know mm-hmm I mean, that's why system sellers are system sellers is because people are like, this is the game that I'm going to spend some time playing. And if they bought uh, a Switch for Mario Tennis Aces and then like three days later, we're like, well, I finished the story mode and I played online a little bit, you know, like at that point, I mean, I had fun with it and I enjoyed the story mode to some degree, but it just wasn't something i don't know it wasn't expansive. And, you know, I have, you know, all sorts of things I could probably say about it, but all in all, I agree, but I'm glad there's there is the devilish mode <laughs> in in Kirby's uh, epic yarn. In any case, yeah, put it on Switch, Nintendo. <laughs> put it on the Switch. Um, I will say before we get out of the what we've been playing. So my friend and I did our first um, gym battles for each other, right? Because I mentioned that last week. Uh, so <laughs> I had a lot of fun fun with mine. Well, the one that he made for me was. I, I don't know if you'll be able to get... I wasn't able to guess the theme of it, but he had four Pokemon in his party, and it was Zapdos... No, sorry. Uh, Articuno, Ninetales... Um, That's a jacked-up first gym. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Articuno, Ninetales, Wigglytuff, and Poliwrath, and I could not figure out the theme, and, so, and I'm not even going to try to make a guess, but it was the Star Fox cast more or oh, less wow. which i was like that's really fun um so yeah that was that was a lot of fun and my i'm mad you didn't let me guess that <laughs> well i'll let you guess it next time um it's too, it's too late now yeah it's too it is late. too late, late. um but yeah it, it took me forever to even try to get close <laughs> and he accidentally at one point he was like well it's got star fox on nine tails on ah man <laughs> and i was like oh you said it that's the one and mine i just made he could have just been like like when he started when you guys started the battle been like good luck <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you could do a barrel roll <laughs> that would be <laughs> way too obvious but yeah that would have yeah. been obvious um yeah so and mine was mostly kind of just trolly it wasn't it didn't work out nearly like i wanted it to he he had played some online with you know against randos or whatever and the first guy he played against was just had the kind of standard um competitive team started with an aerodactyl using stealth rocks and stuff and so it was just like and he he just got frustrated about it Stealth Rock is real dumb in that game. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so my team, because he told me about that, I was like, hmm, let's have some fun. So I made a team of all pretty much rock Pokemon that had Stealth Rocks. You can only <laughs> use it once, but I was just like, ah, this is going to be fun. So I used it like five times or six times in there just <laughs> thematically to, to have fun. And then I tried to just use like Whirlwind and uh, Roar a bunch to get his Pokemon switched out. But they have super low priority, so it only worked Scum. like three times. But Scum. he played along and sometimes he was like, oh, I should probably switch out right now. <laughs> And so, yeah, we had a good time. We beat each other. Speaking, gyms, needless to say. speaking of scum, so I've been playing uh, surprise Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, um, and I streamed Smash Brothers uh, Wednesday on the weekly stream, yep. and I played with the community. And one of our supporters, Falcon, 
uh-huh. who has been a long time supporter. I play with him more off stream, and he's like he goes to like tournaments and stuff like that. So he's like, oh nice, he's like really good at the game. Uh, and he just was like, and he always does. He was like badgering me, like you need to go off stage more and stuff like that. And it's like I go off stage a lot, but I don't go off stage like on the competitive, like just straight up, right. straight up run off the stage. You know, uh, he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, if they're off stage, you need to be off stage. Usually, I'll go off stage if it's like I can edge guard this dude and he's not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. But he means literally every time they're off stage, you need to be there. So we played a bunch of matches and we were just being straight up scummy. <laughs> you know, like we had so many because like that's what we did like if somebody was on stage like nope i'm stage biking you i'm going to run off i'm going you know it's like it was really fun yeah. i need to play smash brothers with him more um <laughs> he's really good yeah that's fun uh, to get just kind of a different experience too of just somebody who right. plays completely different style or whatever yeah because yeah. like i i feel like 90 percent of the time if i play against somebody especially like viewers and stuff like that i'm probably gonna win yeah. Like I, I again, I was playing uh in the Wolf Den community uh game night or whatever when they when they were playing Smash Brothers mm -hmm. cuz usually like it's weird cuz they do this every week and they're not they like rotate games and stuff like that. But like every time or not every time, but most times when they're playing Smash Brothers, I'm just already on there. But when they play <laughs> literally anything else, my switch is off and I'm like researching or doing something for a video. So it's like it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um but like when I play with them, I'd say like the majority of me playing, I just feel bad eventually. And it's like, I can't play anymore because <laughs> I'm just sitting out. I'm just like controller hogging essentially because yeah. nobody's winning. So it's like, I just get to a point where it's like, I still want to play this game, but like, I don't want to be in here because I want to like, I want to let you guys fight each other. <laughs> um so it was nice playing against Falcon where it was like most times I was losing, but mm -hmm. it got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm going to play how you play. And then we're going back and forth. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, that was cool. Nice. Uh, speak, speaking, speaking of, of things cool, that are cool. Are, are we starting with this? <laughs> yeah. Let's we're do it. Okay. So speaking of things that are cool. Yeah. Uh, you, you already know because it's the, the internet and we have to tell you what <laughs> the headline thing is, but we're doing something different. And we're going to have Parker tell you about it. That's right. Okay, so I came up with this, uh, this thing. Uh, and it's going to be fun, hopefully. Uh, the premise <laughs> is called Use It or Lose It. I don't know if we'll put that in a thumbnail or, or not thumbnail. But, you know. be, I'll put it in a title. Why right, not? Cool, cool. That sounds um, YouTube-y so enough. That sounds like, a, like a, a good <laughs> mythical morning title. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a little game. I've got a bunch of... We'll, we're going to start out with just first party ones this week um maybe we'll get to some third party games later but we'll go through five uh first party nintendo franchises that haven't shown up on the switch yet or just haven't been around in a little while but pretty much just haven't shown up on the switch and say if we think they are going to use it on the switch or in i don't know haven't figured out exactly the rules but you know like in the next 10 years or so pretty much if this franchise is dead or not and right. if so we just guess at what year a game will come out for this franchise um and if not i mean it's just it's dead so so that's the that's the premise and uh yeah let's kick it off strong number one mario strikers uh, and i'll say it. i'll say so the last one too i i've got the the last game was 2007 on the wii and it was mario strikers charged okay yeah i think they're gonna lose it mm -hmm. if we're talking like next few years or you said 10 years uh yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Ten. I still think losing. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think we'll get that. I. I think that it makes a lot of sense, but like at the same time, it just doesn't seem like they. They have a whole lot of like. Uh, love for that series mm-hmm. like we had the last one we got was 12 years ago and it's not like a, a, a Metroid or anything like that where it's just like the curse game that doesn't sell <laughs> or that's hard to dif- like to develop or whatever uh, it just they just don't make them frequently like if we're going to get a sports game it's going to be golf or tennis mm-hmm. you know yep I I also think that, that we will probably lose that one and that we will not get another Mario Strikers I, yeah uh, yeah i'll stick with that um i think i mean pretty much like you said i think camelot is is kind of behind on a number of their franchises they just came back with uh with mario tennis for you know first time in a little while i mean they had ultra smash and they've been they've been working on stuff before that and i guess we'll see if they have like i don't know mario golf this year or something like that but it seems like probably that wouldn't happen this year and i that all just getting pushed back i feel like they'll have other priorities to keep up uh and that one's just kind of fallen by the wayside would be my guess so yeah mario strikers i'm surprised that camelot is not like the studio for mario sonic at the olympic games Mm. just because of their like corporate structure Mm -hmm. like the fact that they're owned by sega but they just make nintendo games like that just seems like the studio that you put on that game I didn't even know they were owned by Sega. That's yeah. inc- I mean, I knew they were second party kind of. Um, or I mean, but yeah, that is. So yeah, who does make the um, Son- Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games games? I don't know. Let's check that, shall we? Sonic. <laughs> no, it's Mario because Mario's more important. Mario, Sonic. True. Olympic Games. Mario Sonic at the Olympic Games. <laughs> okay, here it is. Um, publisher, developer, Sega Sports R&D. Wow, okay. I mean, I guess, interestingly enough, I I suspect that Nintendo has licensed out Mario more often than Sega has Sonic. I don't know. I could be wrong with that, but I feel like that's probably a correct um, um I, I mean I guess it depends on like what you mean by right, license yes. because I mean, like, like Mario Sega and Rabbids just is has an example. like okay because Sega just has like this open policy of like hey if you make something good make it and <laughs> yeah. well it's fine it's good man because we don't know how to make good Sonic games <laughs> you crazy uh-huh what do, you, do you think we invented it or something like that? Do you think we would maybe know something about when it was good and try to go back <laughs> to that somehow and have connections of some sorts? <laughs> Preposterous. We, just because we made it doesn't mean we know how to make it, okay? Yeah, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. Camelot makes sense for that. I mean, Logan talked about Mario and Sonic recently, um, so that was a thing. That's true. Yep. Go watch that video, people. Watch them videos. Yeah. Yeah, watch watch it. So that's number one, Mario Strikers. Number two, um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Use it. Yep. (laughs) So then in that case, what year do you think it's coming out? And I'll give some background. Uh, Last one was 2016, and it was Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon on the 3DS. I think it's going to be by the end of 2020. Okay. Just because they typically 
use that IP around the release of a major Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just makes sense to update it with the uh, Galar Pokemon or Galar. Mm-hmm. I was going to do like the, <laughs> you know, like the Lolan situation. I don't know what they call those. <laughs> the Galarin. The oh, Galarin. Galarin. Ga- Galarian. Galarian. I bet Galarian. That's my guess. Who knows? Man. <laughs> um. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say 2020. Okay. Um. So I, I also think use it. It's. I mean, it's been pretty steady. It's. I don't think it's something that'll just die with the 3ds. Like I think there are some franchises that might die with the 3ds that were you know just that's just what's going to happen. But I think that one's probably going to make its way over. I, I think it's definitely going to make its way over. And I'd I'd venture to guess maybe this year, only because um, it looks like it was. I mean, it's been about three years between. Well, okay. I'll say that, but with a bit of a caveat, I guess, because um, it, it's been about three years between releases prior to this. Like you said, kind of comes out at the same time as a as the mainline games, but right. then also, um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Um, oh, that Pokemon company or that somebody, maybe it was Masuda, said in their last thing, uh, and we've got a lot more Pokemon stuff, or we're excited. That's true. That kind of stuff for this year, which that's true could be this or it could be something different um I'm, i'd personally be maybe more excited if it was i don't know it depends on what something different I mean, is. another inside baseball thing is nintendo specifically does not make this game right uh it's spike chunsoft that makes these games and i'm pretty sure they did say that they have multiple games in the works for switch mm-hmm. so yep. it, it makes sense it makes a lot of sense. yeah i think so the only thing that makes me think maybe it wouldn't be this year too is with the three-year release cycle thing maybe working on the switch you know graphically or whatever is more taxing on them to be able to than to be able to do that by this year yeah i mean it really just it really just depends on how they go about doing it because like it looks like game freak at least is sticking to their guns on their current like models right and like i said in my video like i mean it's not like crazy to like think that they would do that because like the models in the 3ds generation were overkill especially (laughs) for the 3ds yeah like they they already had these assets in 1080p Mm -hmm. the 3ds isn't doing that do you figure i mean uh, one should assume that was on purpose right that they knew 100 percent. yeah for sure just future proofing themselves (laughs) yes because like who wouldn't future proof themselves when modeling 800 (laughs) things you know like So it makes sense. Uh-huh. All right. So Pokemon Mystery Dungeon coming out sometime uh, tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> All right. Next up. Number three of five. Number three. Rhythm Heaven. Uh... And I'll give some background if that helps at all um the last i think they'll use it but continue yeah so the last new one was rhythm heaven fever in 2012 but then Mm -hmm. in 2016 there was kind of the equivalent of like warioware gold or super mario the one top 100 that kind of thing where you know just chucked a whole bunch of them together so yeah and that was in 2016 i think they'll use it um, I think it's going to be with some nonsense where it's like Japan only for like a year and a half mm-hmm. or something like that. <laughs> but I think they'll use it. Yeah. 
When, uh, what year do you think it will come out? If so, 2022. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think use it. I think next year, 2020 is what I think. Uh, I, although somebody, I, I don't know much about the background or whatever, but I, I've heard people say that like, somebody that does the music for all of it is i don't know either left or maybe passed away or something like that but or i could be making that up i don't really know but i mean nevertheless just like if sakurai stopped making smash they keep making smash (laughs) kind of logic you know that's that's not gonna entirely affect it just because somebody's not there so all right cool i mean even even with metroid of all things, because right. like the first thing that went to my mind to refute that was like, well, Smash Brothers is like an easy fifteen million. Right. <laughs> so, but again, Metroid—they kept making that after uh, Gunpei Koi mm-hmm. passed away. Uh, so, yeah, hey, I definitely you know. didn't know his name, but now I do. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he made the Game Boy. You had to know his name. Oh well, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. He made a lot of their like handheld, like the every handheld <laughs> yeah. was like he had a heavy hand in, except for maybe the 3ds. But even the 3ds obviously has like lineage with like mm-hmm. things that they've done in the past. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, number four. This one, this is kind of right across the plate. I think all four. All right, here you go. Pokemon Snap. Lose it. <laughs> Last wish. one came out 1999 brave i yeah i mean i think definitely lose it unfortunately i think it seems to me that they are hoping that some things that we liked about pokemon snap they can just put somewhere else and get like in pokemon go Go? yeah Yeah. and that that like counts as the same thing but like it's because like and they've spoke to this several times Mm. where pokemon snap was really something that they did because photography used to be like this like distant novelty of like isn't that neat you know taking pictures and having a camera everywhere you go now everybody has a camera everywhere they go so it's like eh, you know as far as like they're concerned i know a lot of people are like no but like i want that it doesn't matter like i want to take pictures of pokemon um but for them it's just like it, it doesn't seem like this uh detached enough thing yeah I suspect that we won't see another Pokemon Snap. However, I think like what made Pokemon Snap special, you know, as far as just being kind of in the world of Pokemon or whatever, I think that they will try to, not with this Pokemon game, but maybe even with the next Let's Go, that they would like try to kind of do, you know, almost a spiritual successor in some ways where like it feels more like you're in that world or right whatever you know i mean i i'd agree with that because i feel like pokemon let's go just in general feels like their testing bed right and like we won't really know this until their next big pokemon game because they do kind of operate on this like TikTok right like set like succession of like development where it's like one team's doing something and they're like i'm not telling you nothing <laughs> i'm not telling you anything and then the other team's like oh same ditto uh and then they'll play like the other team's like okay i'll play your game and then they play and they're like i'm gonna work this into the next thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so i can see them like the the current team that's working on sword and shield being like oh yeah this is neat i'll use this in the next thing you Mm -hmm. know um so yeah i think the thing is pokemon snap i mean really what it was that we cared about it was seeing pokemon in 
I mean, being immersed in a 3D environment with Pokemon where we could, you know, like have control of a camera and stuff and now in right. a different sense. But um, <laughs> I, I think that will come back. And so I think we'll feel okay with not having another Pokemon Snap. As I'm long okay as- with it already. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. Pokemon Snap ain't that great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it, 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 sure, take pictures. Throw You can throw stuff at Pokemon and it also make Charmander. Yeah. You could throw Charmander into a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> or Charmillion. <laughs> It's. I think the fact that we have so many Pokemon also just complicates it. Now you know that's that's yeah. probably a thing. Granted, they didn't use all the Pokemon in Pokemon Snap either. That's so, true. I mean, they could they could just pick the ones that everybody cares about. Yeah, <laughs> accurate. All right. Last but not least, uh, my voice just cracked a little. That's fun. Um, this one we may or may not have different opinions which on. Which one? For the first which time. one was least? Hold on, just just to alienate you. Since this is last but not least, which one was least? Least for you? was probably Rhythm Heaven for me. Okay, <laughs> that's probably safe. That's probably yeah, safe. Yeah, this okay. is actually for me. This is last and most the most important. Yeah. The Golden Sun. It's Golden Sun, it's isn't it? Golden Sun. Oh my god, <laughs> kill it. Uh, um, right. I don't know. What do you think? Possibly, I guess. But like, that's not just, an answer, AJ. That's flaky. Lose. Oh, <laughs> lose it. Lose it. Okay. Just because. Just because I want to hurt you and Justin <laughs> on a personal level. Both of you. Both of you. Possibly Logan, but yeah. like Logan probably. Logan probably acts like he likes Golden Sun, but he doesn't really know what Golden Sun is. You know, <laughs> kind of like Box Boy. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so great. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. Um, yeah. Okay, you think losing. I, I'm just going to stick to my guns and hope beyond all hope that they use it. Goodness knows I think, when. I think they're going to use a golden gun and kill it. One shot, am I right? Oh. Burn. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Okay, so golden sun. I think, I think use it. And I th- you know, I think they're going to lose it because Sakurai made him an assist trophy. And everybody knows that if a character is <laughs> an assist trophy, nobody cares about that character. That's anymore. true. That's why um, Waluigi no doesn't games. even exist. That's, that's, yeah, that's definitely true. that. That's why King of Cards keeps getting delayed because <laughs> Shovel Knight's an assist trophy now. <laughs> His motivation is gone. They keep being like, yeah. come on, Shovel Knight, just get out there. Get out front. And he's like, no, man, I just can't. I just can't handle that anymore. Like, did you? Oh, okay, so okay, this is a comment from like a video I made a long time ago, but it, it's super relevant. The shovel knife video that I made yep. that was like, I thought it was a pretty clear joke that I was joking. Yeah, that, that like uh, this is like a offense <laughs> that I'll never recover from. Somebody was like, you can't be, and again, like this is kind of defending the joke, which makes I, I'd assume he thinks that I'm serious because I defend the joke. Uh-huh. Um, but he's like, you can't be uh like. What, what, what did I say? Uh, reduced. You can't be reduced to being an assist trophy if you were never a fighter. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't know if you've ever spoken English before, but it's relative. So, like, the fact mm-hmm. that he's being reduced to me is that he's more important than 
being an assist trophy right. not that he used to be more than assist trophy and now he's not mm-hmm. one it's more deserving this, maybe like, <laughs> or, right yeah right he's he's this iconic gaming character you know mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes more people know who shovel knight is than know who say lucas actually is yeah, true. you know like they know him from from smash brothers but mm-hmm. they've never actually played his game uh-huh. like even in japan you know like mm-hmm earthbound and mother and all this stuff like it's a popular game popular game in theory but not actually in sales like shovel knight alone has sold more than the entirety of the mother series yeah so like in terms of relevance he he's he's for sure being reduced Mm -hmm. yeah i I just i just thought that was a (laughs) an interesting take on that comment You've reduced Golden Sun to mere shadows of a hope. I mean, to, to be fair, to be fair, uh, we would be reducing Camelot if they if they made a Golden Sun game oh instead goodness. of making another Mario sports game. Let's be really here. No, man, it would be so, so good. I, <laughs> yeah, I think my my real guess is that there's between there's one to two Mario sports games between now and next Golden Sun. I don't know what the timeline of that exactly would be, Probably 2021, because, I don't know, it just seems reasonable that that would be it. Just put four guys on the next Golden Sun game and make it a mobile game. (laughs) No, that would be so sad. (laughs) Uh, Just think about it, Parker. If they did that, then maybe, just maybe, it'll get enough downloads and everybody falls in love with the series, and then they're like, okay, on the Nintendo swap, we're going to put Golden Sun... revenge on it golden sun shooting to the moon (laughs) i don't know yeah man i I just really like golden sun but whatever that's that's all right you know what other things we like but are are get reduced to well by the way that was the end of use it or lose it hope you guys enjoyed comment down below or somewhere else where do you think they'll use and or lose some of these maybe all of them both I don't know. That, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> nah, I mean, it works. Whatever. Uh, some other things we think are cool but are sometimes reduced to nothing. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Do we think Sonic's cool? I don't no, know. I'm joking. Uh, he's like, cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. You know? Again, he's cool in theory. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, okay, gaming confession. I have never... How dare you? Yeah, How dare it's, you? It's all that. Uh, I, I've never actually bought a sonic game like i've got a couple actually that's not true because i have some of them that i bought from uh i bought my friend's gamecube collection for so yeah i've got that and i know just close the amount so i can judge your friend yeah uh so now i've got a i got a bunch of sonic games but i've never actually beaten one so there you go there's that i used to love sonic Mm -hmm. and not like again in theory like as a character more so than the game right um i think there are definitely good sonic games i don't think there's as many as some people think Mm. (laughs) but they're not as bad as like i don't know some people at ign would have you believe right um where it's like there's never been a good sonic game like that whole thing it's like nah, it's not i don't know about that um I think but yeah, no. Sonic, Sonic's like he's a cooler character than his games uh, let on, right? And I think I mean just on the games topic for Sonic, like the base mechanics of what Sonic is is just for I think is more polarizing than something like Mario or something like that. Not because it's just 
just the kind of platformer it is that it's a I, little bit more i don't know to me at least if it makes me feel like kind of like a majora's mask where there's a you know the time element in that and it makes you feel like you're in a rush and stuff i feel when i'm playing any sonic game that feeling that like i'm supposed to be going fast or you yeah. know doing things um i think that a lot of people and this is like bob's pet peeve <laughs> whenever somebody's like sonic's about going fast and bob's like but it's not though it's a platformer and it's like i i'm somewhere in the middle of that because yeah. it definitely is about going fast right um but it's not about going fast in the way that like uh it's somehow not good at being what it's what it is advertising itself as because uh-huh. a lot of people think that being fast is like again the point of the game but speed is a reward in Sonic. yes it's you're absolutely. doing really good so therefore you can go fast yep. uh it's not like just inherently you should be able to like the reason why it's a lot of stop and go is just because you're not good enough to mm-hmm. know which path is the one that you can just run through you know yeah i think to me there's aspects of it that remind me of like a runner kind of game where i mean except for a lot more you know platform than that because that's just a rhythm an auto scrolling rhythm game where you're you know jumping on beat and stuff whereas this has more mechanics than that by a long shot right but i think still feels like i you know once you get the rhythm memorized of stuff you are like you said you're rewarded for for that but i i just like you know like one reason why i love breath of the wild is because i can just slowly explore as much stuff as i want i just i really like exploration in games like just that concept um is just a lot of fun where i get rewarded for taking my time as opposed to getting rewarded for you know memorizing the patterns of when to jump and stuff like that um which again i i'm sure there's a way to play sonic more towards my play style but it's just not at the forefront of how the kind of game ui and all that stuff is designed like it's not showing you that on the you know from the get-go but nevertheless they're great games i'm sure some of them are great games i'm sure they're just not really what i've sunk my time into at all but we're not talking about the games we're talking about sonic the movie (laughs) and the screenshots for that (sighs) man are you more or less worried now i don't know about worried maybe that's too strong of a word but you know what i mean i think he looks real dumb um but I mean, to like Logan's point in the video that he made mm-hmm. about that, it's not really about that. Yeah. Uh, whether or not the, the movie's going to be good or not. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to want to like judge it on that and say like, oh, but he looks stupid. But like the movie could be phenomenal, right. <laughs> you know, like he could look dumb, but he just like that's it's not. Uh, movies aren't like it, it's not a graphical video game, you know, it's not like, oh, the graphics aren't good. Right. Yeah. And even those is like judging it by how it looks is stupid. <laughs> Um, so like on that end, it's like, I think he looks dumb, but I don't think that has any real bearing on like the quality of the movie. Yeah. And Um, I think stills also just aren't necessarily the best indicator of what he's actually going to look like. Like, I think there's a lot of Pokemon that if I'd seen their in for detective Pikachu, if I'd seen their stills before I'd seen anything of the rest of the movie, like even detective Pikachu in some of the scenes, if I'd seen his stills, I'd be like, that's a weird amount of fur or whatever. But then as soon as he moved at all, I'm like, oh, he's just, he's Pikachu, you know? 
Um, yeah. I, less so for sure because he does his model just does look better than Sonic's does. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, and I, that was another thing to to Bob's point mm-hmm. um, when he was talking about this, uh, which I didn't I didn't catch Wolf Den Live, so I don't know his like in depth thoughts on it. But I know that he was pretty much saying that he thinks it looks good, but not like not good. He thinks it looks better than a lot of people are letting on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I kind of disagree with that. I think that <laughs> obviously everything on the internet is overblown and over exaggerated. Always. Um, but <laughs> yep. yeah, but like, I, I, th- I definitely think it looks bad. <laughs> um, I, he also said though, that he thinks that overall people are going to be more accepting of this because Pokemon, like Detective Pikachu looks kind of weird, but I don't think Detective Pikachu looks mm. weird. I think Detective Pikachu looks great yeah. for what it is. I think there are select Pokemon that are kind of like, well, that was a weird choice, like Jigglypuff. Right. Like that was a weird choice to how to like represent that. Um, but it still looks very much so like Jigglypuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like this weird approximation of like, uh, if, if I were to show you this Jigglypuff, it wouldn't be like what is that like <laughs> but if i if like with zero context i showed you this sonic you would immediately think it was fan art you know yeah. like it wouldn't it wouldn't be like oh yeah this is obviously this like blockbuster film that's like signed off by sega and everything you know <laughs> so yeah no absolutely i think i mean yeah i don't have super deep thoughts about it i i'm excited to see a trailer and see him in action because again i think that will make it better and also if theoretically there's more polish to be done between whatever screenshots we've seen like we don't know how old the leaks technically are but some of them it's the promotional material so it seems like they're pretty accurate to what's the latest but i think still seeing him in action will be a thing but you're right i mean otherwise and again like logan had said too it's movies are about movies movies aren't about you know there's we can still watch movies that i don't know i'm trying to think of like a bad movie from well, it's not, it's not a bad movie, but like the movie Willow. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's from like 1983 or something. And it's kind of a Lord of the Rings-ish story. Um, and it's it's great. It's really cheesy, but it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it's got 1983 or whatever graphics in it. And yeah. But it's fun. And like, you know, some stuff in Star Wars is kind of, you know, where I'm trying to think of examples because I can't think of one on the top of my head. I mean, yeah, some some of Star Star Wars looks rough. Yeah, especially like the post release, like you know, like the only like footage that anybody has because mm-hmm. they like buried the theatrical <laughs> release. Yeah, uh, a lot of that stuff looks rough. Yeah, but but yeah, it's like people still love those movies. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. but I mean, on another note, I'm kind of upset that they didn't go with the like. I, I guess that was uh, supposed to be like. Um, like key art almost with the Sonic that has like Chris Pratt, you know? Did mm. you see that one? Uh, no. Okay, let me DM you. Uh, this is like somebody's thumbnail, but you get the idea. Here we go. Wait, is Chris Pratt Do in this movie? Line. No, he's not. But it was like them being like pitching the movie to be like, this is what the vibe mm, of the movie gotcha. should be. And oh, like right, that. right, right. Yeah, yeah, that one. The one yeah. where he's chilling back in the in the back of the car. I think this would have been a way better look for Sonic. It doesn't look like the Sonic that everybody knows, but it looks good, mm-hmm. you know? 
Um, and if they want to like movie it up and make them look Hollywood and mm-hmm. whatever, I think that's a, that, that was a good route to go. But they kind of try to stay too close to what they think Sonic is, but make these weird <laughs> like creative liberties and stuff like the like how his eyes are yeah if they wanted to do like because uh, one one eyeball it, like mm-hmm. uh, it just wouldn't look or not eyeball but you know yeah, yeah i know what you're talking um, about <laughs> it would look very strange mm-hmm. in that like style uh so separating them makes sense but the fact that they separated them but didn't really commit Right. I think, yeah, because this is something that they mentioned in the Wolf Den was the the eyes for Sonic. His pupils are traditionally like a way more like tall and elongated and just in the Mm -hmm. middle of his eyes. Whereas his I mean, Sonic's face kind of just looks like I think they did to him like he's just cute, you know, kind of like I don't know, like most movies have that have animals as, you know, characters are just supposed to look cute and so i think they applied a lot of that logic over to sonic as opposed to making him look more traditionally like he does and so that makes him look like oh it's a little sonic like oh whatever i just but but like i don't think he's right no (laughs) i think i think think that that one is like the concept art for it definitely is like more on that side Mm -hmm. and, and it still like looks more like what i would expect a sonic in this style to look like yeah um than the other one does maybe it doesn't like translate like like you know his general character design of like he's slim and athletic you know because he's like kind of chubbier yeah or or thick (laughs) right thicker (laughs) and that and that like concept art uh but i I definitely think it was was a better look and i wish they went with that also in this concept art or in, in a lot of these too looking at well specifically these the like because his legs are crossed like that it looks like he has two uh right feet (laughs) kind well it looks more like he's got really like like he has long blue pants on and that they like go over the cuffs of his shoes or whatever like i don't see it as like feet that go straight into his shoes i don't know it just looks it's the perspective is weird again maybe maybe that's another thing that doesn't translate well into live action but like why is why are his arms blue i don't know I is are his arms not blue normally? I can't remember. No, they're like that, like tan color. I'm looking up. Oh, pff, I just googled Sonic and Sonic drive through came up. <laughs> <laughs> That's surprising. I'm surprised by yeah. that. Yeah, especially because of just like you know it. Remember? Oh, you're right. Yeah, his arms are definitely. I'm just yeah. Well, if now that I'm googling Sonic the Hedgehog, everything from the movies coming up instead. But no, you're right. Oh, I, I googled Sonic, and if you go to images, the first thing is oh, okay. a bunch of Sonic. Yeah. Well, that's good at least. Um, yeah, but you're right. His it, arms it looks like yep. the uh, the drive-in, the the restaurant, and this is a tangent. But it looks like they just paid <laughs> oh, for that course. like top result. Yeah, <laughs> like, just how that's populated. It it's, it reads to me that they paid for that because everything else, like if you look at top stories and stuff like that, yep. all signed that chunk. <laughs> yep. Man alive. Good job, Sonic. And probably because it has locations and stuff too, so it's like True. trying to get you to go eat some fast food. I mean, I, I could eat some fast food. No, back, back on topic. <laughs> uh, I don't have much more to say about Sonic. I don't know. Do you? Uh, I'm wait and see. Yeah. I'm in the wait and see <laughs> mode. Insane. I'll see this because it's Sonic, you know? Yep. Like, 
I care about Sonic. Mm -hmm. uh, I doubt that it's going to be as good as Detective Pikachu. Oh, I, there's no doubt in my mind that it's not going to be as good as Detective Pikachu. Yeah, there's no way. I There's no way. Partly just storyline wise, like I can't envision really much of anything in a just in a Sonic movie that would because the Detective Pikachu movie is like there are Pokemon in it. But it's not like a movie around the fact. I mean, it is a movie around the fact that they're Pokemon, but kind of not at the same time. You know, where it's like story wise. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. They could be replaced with other characters and just change some dialogue and it would still right. happen. Whereas for Sonic, like he's Sonic, you know, like that's right. That's a main thing. It's not like he's it's like uh, Sonic's lazy day at work and, you know, just telling a yeah. regular story of him. going Whatever. Because, so. I mean, that, that to be fair, that definitely is a thing about the, like, stronger movies, even, like, in the, like, the Marvel universe and stuff like that, mm -hmm. where it's, like, at the end of the day, this is a story about characters. It's right. not, like, it's not successful just because it's Black Panther, mm -hmm. you know? It's because it's a character story that a lot of people related to. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, if they can pull that off somehow with Sonic, I mean, we didn't see a trailer, so who knows? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like, yeah, same thing with, uh, I, I realized that at one point, one of my favorite shows ever is the show Fringe. And um, I, at some point during watching that, I was like, this show and every show is pretty much, every show is a drama. It's just a question of whether they use comedy a lot or like sci-fi elements a lot or you know like in this in just in the sense that like even a comedy for the most part there's drama between people of some sort i mean there's exceptions right. to some degree but pretty much it's just it's about you know stuff going on between people and stories and all that stuff but i don't know fun things yeah. some other fun things that are going to be coming out uh when it, when a thing happens nintendo labo vr <laughs> i cool. I don't know if I was surprised or not surprised. What about you? I was surprised. I wasn't surprised. We talked about this. Yeah. Well, you weren't here. This is the one where you were dead. Um, we talked what about Nintendo Labo. It was like a last minute thing. Like, I pulled this. Yeah. Usually you pull all the stories, but I was like, oh, somebody wrote an article about that. That's interesting. And we, I pulled that and talked about it. And like, everybody's concerned. Like, everybody's freaking out about this. <laughs> And they're just like, but VR doesn't work because the resolution and the mm -hmm. eye tracking and all this stuff that's like, like as if they're develop like they develop VR, you know, mm -hmm. like they're the tech company. <laughs> um, we're just like, I'm pretty sure Nintendo like thought about that, um, especially since like they've been more apprehensive of VR than literally any company. Yeah, right just because like they had that like loss a long time ago and they're like nah we're staying away from that you know mm -hmm. um so i would think that if they're i think they have their ducks in a row where it's like it's gonna work it's not gonna make your child vomit all over the floor <laughs> um, which i mean part of that too is looking at the pictures there's a spot where maybe you can put a headband on it but there it's not advertised with any and it's possible and you have to be holding it in all of them so all that to say that it's obvious that it's like you need to be able to be ready to let go of any of this stuff immediately like because it's not strapped to your face like most vr headsets are this is just you're just holding your face up to it so which just goes to show it's more of like a experience than it is also which i mean that's going into a different aspect of it but just as far as the, like getting sick and stuff like that parts you know that's they've built in a protection against that because you're not stuck in that world as a kid you're just holding it up to your face like a toy right or like those like things where you put like the film looking thing in there and you click it yep. and that's exactly yeah, what i was thinking <laughs> i don't know what they're called but they're fun I, 
I used to, but I don't. I don't remember drawing a blank. I'm sure Grimmy <laughs> will put in the comments what they're called. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I just like always bet because Grimhade always has this ra like random tidbits. <laughs> so I just assume he's going to be the one to put it in there. But who knows? Thanks Maybe in advance, Grimhade. You did it. me. <laughs> yeah. So some details about. I mean, everybody already knows. Uh, there's a starter kit for forty bucks. There's two expansions for twenty bucks each, or the full kit for eighty dollars. Which the thing that I really like about this, and other people have pointed out too, but I, I think is just smart in general is you can buy a starter kit a that's great mm -hmm. and if you do that you're not losing money in the long run it's not like they're trying to be like you could get the starter kit but then by the time you get the two expansions it's going to have been a hundred dollars right it's you know if you buy a piecemeal it adds up to the exact same amount as if you buy the full thing which kind of right. i mean is nintendo eating that cost in a way because there's a little bit more packaging and more shipping and that kind of right. stuff involved with doing more Great, it's not that much right. you know, like, <laughs> they're definitely like losing money in a relative sense but it's not like man this much packaging that's like 20 whole dollars right. no, yeah. you know it's like they're spending a couple of cents on that mm -hmm. um good on them for doing it yeah um but i don't know i don't know what their expectations are for this i don't know if they think that like uh or if they're hoping um that like this is like a million plus seller on its own mm -hmm. or like what i don't i don't know so what their plan is yeah some of my thoughts too with it is i i think this is the last kit that they like had fully planned out before <laughs> um like when they first launched labo and i, I could be wrong about that Maybe, i'm sure they've got other ideas of stuff but the only reason i say that is because their promotional material when labo first came out included some of the kits that we see here like the bird one and the elephant trunk one and i don't know if the blaster one was in there but some of the other ones were uh, the camera one definitely was and so right. those are things that we've seen those but then i think this is it that's all the ones that we've seen in that promotional material from then at any point and so they were trying to show you know as much variety as possible at that point so i don't know yeah and and on top of that uh it was i think when the investors briefing stuff happens they mentioned something to the effect or it was a little bit after that maybe that they they didn't specifically pin it on labo but that they um i think it was furukawa who said like we overestimated some things in the you know some season order where essentially he was hinting at in some ways that they expected Labo to do more. I mean, they were, ple you mm -hmm. know, maybe fine, happy enough with it, but, and then I heard somebody say that, I don't know, from an insider source or something like that too, that they, um, that Nintendo really expected, the reason that they had kind of a slump in the middle of the year of first party stuff, sort of, was they expected Labo to be that, like, heavy hitter for them. And that's, they right. expected to be selling more Switches than they did because of Labo, but they didn't. <laughs> So, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I could have, I could have seen that potential in it, but it definitely is like the value is like harder, harder to communicate, and a lot of people like mm -hmm. went off the knee jerk of like, oh, it's cardboard, but they didn't <laughs> see like this is like it's interesting. Like you're teaching, you're basically teaching like simple coding right with with that kid and as with the like initial like releases and i'm i'm sure they still have like tools like that in the, in the newer ones 
Um, so like on that level, I'm interested in it. Um, I did reach out to Nintendo and they sent us uh, hashtag free product. <laughs> they sent Justin the um, vehicle kit. Oh, cool. Um, because he has children. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> nice. yeah, you check this out. Um, but I'm probably going to check this one out. Yeah. I'm sorry, Justin and, and, ch- <laughs> and children. Um, so <laughs> well, I'll have more thoughts on that whenever next month. When this comes out, we'll talk about it more. Well, an anecdotal evidence, too, of that I think they're making better choices is... So, the starter kit's $40, um, and the full thing's $80. So, two two Christmas presents of mine that I've... Uh, my, my wife got me, um, a, like, a, a VR headset kind of a thing back before the Switch came out. It was a Christmas 2016, I think, and it was just one that you put your phone in. But it was like kind of a higher end one. It was you know more than Google Cardboard, um, right. probably something more in the kind of eighty dollar range or so. And mm-hmm. uh, she was really excited about it, and I thought it was cool. But they're just like the functionality on the phones with that kind of stuff. It's more like oh, it's a cool experience because you can do a couple things. Um, right. But it, it just wasn't. It like didn't really envelop because there's just not as many things that you can do vr wise on a phone so there's that side um and then one of my dogs literally destroyed it so that was uh (laughs) so it's gone now but so there was that and then on the flip side um this past christmas uh she had got me uh the variety kit the labo variety kit for christmas Mm -hmm. and then i had said something about like yeah, the Lab- the Labo kit is up for a game award, but like that's not gonna win because blah 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 blah. And she was like, "What?" <laughs> and then, <laughs> and, then I, and then she told me that she got it for me. I was like, "No, that's it's fine. No, I'll enjoy it." But you know, it, it then she ended up just bringing it back. She was like, "No, it's not fun anymore." So, but both of those things like were cool, but like I wouldn't have been as excited about I think as this thing that's both Labo and VR. But somehow it was just promising it better <laughs> in both regards. Yeah. That long story short to say, like, I think the $40 entry point is good. And also just like the functionality of the Switch. But honestly, for everything besides the low quality screen comparatively, you know, like people have issues with that for sure. But besides that, like it's got this separating Joy-Cons and it's got like everything else that you would theoretically need f- for VR. I, I think right. in any case, I don't know. So even like I mean, it looks like uh, Andre Seegers from Game Explain pointed this out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They have like with the elephant one, I think it is. They have like rudimentary like eye. Tra- I mean, hand tracking <laughs> right, yeah. with like the Joy Cons and like with the elephant ears. I think yep. uh, where it's like the IR blaster or camera mm-hmm. is looking at the elephant ears. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, I I mean, you'll get it and we'll find out. So that's actually really soon. That's like a month almost. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, it, it's so weird how they announced that. It's so weird. <laughs> it really is. I think my biggest question with it is, is there any chance that other developers also develop stuff for it? And I don't know. I kind of... I wonder if we're going to get, and I know it's not going to be like... Uh, there's you can fully play Mario Odyssey and VR. Like mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be anything like that, but I wonder if we are going to get any like explore the Mushroom Kingdom in VR. You know, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, I, I, because yeah, they have done that. With, I think every VR kit except for maybe the robot one, mm-hmm. yep. has had some type of functionality in a, another Nintendo game. Yeah, I think yeah for sure because the um 
the race car or the motorcycle the one was kit. in mm-hmm. Mario Kart first, and then they had right. they put the car one in in Mario Kart, and then I can't remember if anything else actually got involved in anything, but there were definitely I think there were some other yeah I don't know maybe not I don't know no. <laughs> maybe it's just a vehicle one but i do remember it was like some other thing well i mean because the, the motorcycle one was in the variety kit so yeah you're right on that that was that was mm. even before the vehicle kit and that was involved there but yeah there might yeah. have been something else as well and i just can't think of it right now right correct us in the comments <laughs> um who else eric you do it I, did i already call eric for doing something Not yet. uh yeah, Eric, you do it. Yeah. Maybe Squanel, you correct this too. <laughs> you know who else is doing something? Is Square Enix is doing something with Octopath Traveler, and it's not exactly what you'd expect. Um, I mean, maybe it is from Square Enix yeah, nowadays. It's, <laughs> probably, it's probably what you would expect. <laughs> um, I, I, they announced this well, which is good. Uh, so Octopath Traveler was great. I really liked it. I played it, and I, I beat it at literally the 100 hour and zero minute mark, which was just so rewarding. Uh, uh, hashtag free game. Uh, they sent it to me. I gave it to Logan. Logan didn't really do anything. <laughs> with it. I would have because it's fun. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, but you weren't here. I sure Parker, you should have. You should have. You should have made your entrance earlier. Yep. Here I am to play the next Octopath game. Play a sequel. Yeah. So mm-hmm. which? So yeah, they're making a sequel. Um, which is. They actually didn't specifically announce what platforms. It, I mean, obviously, it would come on Switch as well. But it's. I don't know. Somebody was like, "Oh, it'll probably go third parties, or, you know, also be on PS4 or something." And I don't know. But like, why if, would they? Yeah, I really, I don't think so. Like, they didn't do that with Bravely Default. I kind of doubt. It. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, so they announced that they're doing that, but more closely to now is that they're doing a Octopath Traveler uh, mobile game that is coming out. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a pre-trial of it coming in March. 12th that's like four days that's really soon that's such a square enix name (laughs) a pre-trial yeah i don't really know like can everybody i I mean i'll try it for sure but is that a limited thing or like however that works i don't know um i don't know yep uh if i cared about this game i would (laughs) have emailed nintendo and be like yo what's up with this what does that mean (laughs) Um, I mean, we don't, don't have to wait too long to find out, I guess. So that's good. That's true. That's these are true facts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that. But yeah, this 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 announcement kind of like I half paid attention to it, half <laughs> not. Uh, I saw Stealth on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I think you you like replied to the tweet or something like that, probably. Um, where he was basically like, "This is like really smart of them and stuff like that," and it's like. I just don't know if it is anymore. <laughs> like mm. that's just like the thing that is expected at this point for you to do. When you announce a mobile game, you better you better say something about the mainline thing that everybody cares about. You just have to. It's not a thing of like, man, that was really smart on their marketing team. It would be stupid if they did. Yes, I think that's exactly what I was about to say. Is it's not that it was smart on them for doing it, it's that it would be stupid to not. Cuz at this point, you've yeah. got so many other companies to learn from, like the, you know, uh, just just in the last six months, we had Doom Eternal and we had Metroid Prime 4, mm-hmm. where it's like, this is the way you don't do that, <laughs> and this is the way you do yeah. it, you know? Doom Eternal, uh, Diablo Immortal, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Diablo Immortal. <laughs> no, exactly, man. People were... Two very different <laughs> things. My, uh, my wife's boss, go. he and his friends go to uh, BlizzCon, or 
yeah that's where it was right every year um and just because like that's a tradition of theirs so they go and do that and they went to BlizzCon this past year and I asked them about it. Well, cause Ashley, she was like, yeah, my boss, he's uh, gone on, on this, at this gaming thing. I don't know what it is. And it was like right when BlizzCon was happening. So when he got back, I was like, were you, were you at BlizzCon? And he's like, yeah. I asked him about that thing. And he's like, it was super awkward. Like the room was just <laughs> silent. <laughs> so it was fun to talk to somebody that was actually there and experienced the awfulness of what that announcement was but yeah you're right that's hey man i bet he has a phone (laughs) (laughs) he sure does (laughs) man alive Uh, speaking of conferences though and announcing things uh ea is going to be skipping e3 this year good never come back (laughs) because like and i don't like i don't get like this like kick out of hating ea you know right it's like I'm not a, the biggest fan of EA, <laughs> but like EA is like, why are you here at E3? You know, like why though? Like they're E3. Everybody else is E3. It doesn't even seem like it's for press anymore. Right. Everybody else's E3 is like direct communication to the fans because they know like that. Those are the people that care most about this yeah. this thing. Like most press is like, I don't even want to be here right now. <laughs> this is work. Um, but they know that this is like for the fans. EA has their press conferences for their investors. Yep. They they announce all the games that the people that don't even know what E3 is are going to buy, mm-hmm. but the gamers don't care. They don't care about it. It's like everybody has like a, uh, a timer till sports, you know, and then that's that's the time that they go and they tweet about like, oh, this is a sports ball, you know, but yet they always talk about FIFA and Madden, you know, yeah. where the bulk of the people that are watching this do not care. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it just like I don't know why they ever come to E3. <laughs> yeah, and it's just been that boring. Way. Yeah, like, I mean, I could, for those reasons, yeah. it's just been boring the past couple of years. Like watching it is like right. just flat out not fun. And I mean, that's part of it is you know just having fun and having a good presentation. And they just don't have a good presentation. They just have facts that they want to share with people. <sighs> yeah. So which they're also I mean, the only difference is so they're skipping E3, but they will have their EA play June 7th through 9th, which is the weekend before, um, which is like so at that point, they'll actually have more time. Somebody was theorizing it would probably be more like a treehouse type situation where, you know, they announce something and then can go in depth on it or whatever, which it sounded it sounds more like to me that they won't have any like front facing thing for the internet mm. and it's just going to be like demos for the people that are actually there right I th- um, yeah. which would make sense here's a on top of that um here's a tinfoil hat thing for you real quick so i, I was just thinking about this earlier uh google is rumored to or they announced that they'll be announcing something i think march 19th i'm pretty sure yeah during gdc yes right um which theoretically is the next console i I mean there is a console that you know from rumors so if that's the case i wonder if they could theoretically be taking um ea's stage Uh, it seems like that would be really i don't know how that kind of thing would work i don't think that they could i think that e3's like like stage space mm-hmm. or not stage space but you know like floor space is like all allotted for already gotcha um i don't know if you could i mean maybe google you I know mean, if they've been working on it for a while i guess too is the only other thing is like maybe mm-hmm. you know we just don't know about it that but they've planned on it for a while mm. 
Right. But I feel like we would know. Yeah. Like, if they were at E3, we would know. Mm -hmm. In some way. You know, like, some type of floor plan would leak or or they would (laughs) announce it or whatever. Yeah. Um, But who knows? I don't know. It it just, like, I think that, and a lot of people are, like, again, I think Stealth tweeted this. Um, I, I want to reach out to him and see if he, he wants to be on the show. Oh, that'd be fun. I know he does a lot of podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he tweeted uh, something about how Nintendo's bringing so many games to E3 that it, maybe they'll use some uh, Sony space. And that does seem to be how E3 or the ESA handles that sort of thing, mm. where it's like the people that are already in get dibs first right on floor space yeah. and then everybody else goes with what they can get after that you know yep um so like i could see somebody else gobbling up that like extra floor space like uh xbox or something mm-hmm. like that but that would kind of i don't i don't know where because i know that the big three are like kind of sandwiched in between each other mm-hmm. where it's like it's like nintendo then sony then xbox you know um, so it would kind of be weird if they had like PlayStation on this part and then like half or not PlayStation, is PlayStation coming at all? No, I know that. Uh-uh. They're, well, I, I so, wonder, they must be providing some consoles for demos. I would think at least. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but they, for sure. They definitely, that's a good question. Cause that seems, I mean, at that point they would still be coming in some regard, but they definitely, right. I mean, they don't have a. A presentation but that's not to say that they won't just be hanging yeah, out there because that's the thing that's the thing that i don't know like I, I know that they're not having a presentation but did they say that they're not coming to e3 at all right because yeah. it wouldn't be the first time somebody was like like bethesda or whatever like mm-hmm. they didn't always have a presentation yeah. but they came to e3 you know hmm. square enix you know yep. stuff like that um so and that like it, it would just be weird like say that they did do that and then like Microsoft is like I'm taking EA space yeah. and that's like halfway across the show floor uh-huh. and then, like, you got two Xbox boosts like that's kind of weird. Yeah, man, I E3 is going to be well, I don't know, maybe it won't be anything different this year, but I feel like it'll be kind of its own beast this year compared to other things. There's just a lot of E3 things. E3 is are, having a very slow day. Yeah. It's and it's funny. It's funny this like trajectory that it was on because like I'd say like the last what like eight nine years have been people looking at Nintendo and being like, man, you guys do E three real bad, <laughs> and then they they're like, oh, we're not going to E three anymore, and then everybody's like, that's dumb. You need E three, blah blah, <laughs> and they're like, but we don't though. We have Nintendo Directs, and now everybody is like, but like we don't need E three anymore. We can have. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's just call it a direct. <laughs> you know, like we can have we can have something where we announce all our stuff directly to our fan base and have our own day dedicated to ourselves. It's our news cycle. It's not mm-hmm. like bombarded with all these other things that are going to be inevitably more important than our entire <laughs> show. You know, like because yeah. because that's just what happens. Like the news cycle is dominated by two to five games and everybody else is like oh yeah that was announced yeah and especially like it's and it's that much worse these days because of leaks and stuff like and even even fake leaks are still making things just as much worse because it's you know kind of just taking the hype out of some things that would be there which is just lame and annoying and i wish that it didn't happen anymore yeah but it's it's what it is it's uh yeah so e3 doesn't want i mean ea doesn't want e3 and uh, nintendo doesn't want money (laughs) 
that's the next story <laughs> that's an overstatement uh, for sure um it's yeah. uh, people probably heard this news bit but now we're going to talk about it because that's what we do this is uh Psy games was talking to somebody they're the ones they're the developers for dragalia lost and they've done other mobile games such as something and something else <laughs> i didn't look that up ahead of time but yeah so Psy games was talking to people and here's just some quotes from them it said, Nintendo is not interested in making a large amount of revenue from a single smartphone game. If we manage the game alone, we have we would have made a lot more. And then... <laughs> That's kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the next... Uh, another thing... This is from the Wall Street Journal on the subject. says, in some cases, players can spend hundreds or even thousands of dollars trying to win special items. Featuring such behavior... Or fearing such behavior will damage Nintendo's brand image, the company has asked its partners to adjust the game so that users won't spend too much, according to familiar, according to people familiar with Nintendo's strategy. Nintendo sees smartphone games primarily as a way to increase interest in its games characters so that players will consider buying traditional console games, the company's main business, according to one Nintendo official. The company is concerned it might be criticized for being greedy in smartphone games, the official said. End quote. Um, part of that seems like it's conflicting hmm. with like recent quotes from like Furukawa, where they're like, "Yeah, it's we one used of our main pillars." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we used to not really care about mobile games, but now it's our third pillar. Mm-hmm. You know, like that whole thing. Um, so I don't know if they don't view smartphone games as a way to get revenue. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they want to be gross about yes, it. Yes, right. Yeah, I think it's one of those... I mean, also them saying it's one of their pillars is probably a little bit an invest, you know, investor thing is so that people... You know, because investors love smartphone games and microtransactions and all that kind of stuff. Right, but I feel like them saying that and then not really feeling that way Mm -hmm. you know if they're like okay uh one of our major pillars is smartphone games but we're not trying to make money off of them (laughs) like it would be better for them to not right position smartphone games like that in their like in their messaging if they if Mm -hmm. they didn't expect to make money from these things are notable like any noteworthy amount of money from smartphone games i don't think that they would have said it like that um, I, I just think that they're trying to have more like uh, accepted revenue uh, mm-hmm. models. And I mean, I think especially Dragalia Lost actually is the, probably the best example of what you're saying because it's not, uh, you know, this this quote mentions that it's primarily to increase interest in game characters. But Dragalia Lost characters aren't in any Nintendo games besides right. just that mobile game. So the only mm. game that, you know, it's it stands alone, essentially. So that said, obviously, they would care enough to make some kind of profit on it. And it's but I think it's true that like Psy Games guy said that if they were doing it alone, they would make a lot more money. That's probably true. And it's yeah. there. It seems like there is a fine line probably between um being like i don't know if it's just that there's a specific tipping point or there's a perfect middle spot or whatever between like getting people to pay for microtransactions and having whales and that kind of thing versus on the like scummy side and not scummy side like i mean everybody that i've talked to or that i've heard that plays fire emblem heroes pretty much feels like if they play it casually they don't need to spend a single cent on it ever at all and they have a lot of stuff but if you spend a lot right. of time in it then you're probably going to have to 
But um, I think yeah. I think that Fire Emblem is like, and not because of Nintendo, but Fire Emblem is probably their grossest one. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Where it's like, but it's like it's it's like gross and like. Uh, for a very specific subset mm-hmm. of people where it's like they just feel like they need to have all the things mm-hmm. um less so than like you need to actually have them to progress in the game or to clear challenges and stuff Definitely, like that yeah. it's just like you want to have all the waifus yeah. man it's a, i mean it's a collector kind of thing it's which i mean that's the whole you know gotcha system is you're trying to right. collect things and whatever but which is interesting to me that dragalia lost hasn't really done that because it's i played it for a really brief amount of time at the beginning uh hashtag free game (laughs) product (laughs) provided by my smartphone um (laughs) and it's yeah i mean it's got the exact same stuff in there where you know you're trying to get more characters and roll for them and all that and like maybe it gives you too many things i didn't play long enough honestly it took up more space on my phone than i wanted it to um and also i didn't really care about the gameplay that all that much i have too much space on my phone i have so many apps on my phone that i I never touch yeah like animal crossing i literally opened animal crossing up like three times (laughs) and ever since then and i like always point out to bob because i think bob has like the same issue where it's like he just keeps it there but he's never going to play it and it like has all these notifications of like hey uh come back to camp we got this new thing and i'm like i will never play you (laughs) i'm never going to do it but i just don't (laughs) delete it i don't know why man um, Does it have like a notification, like a the no, the red numbers and stuff of how many notifications there are in it? No, okay, well that's good. Oh no, that no, would, I probably would have deleted it a long time absolutely. ago. Absolutely, I can't. I just um, saw a co one of my coworkers' phones and his email had uh, fifteen hundred unread emails, and I was like, I can't <laughs> so deal with painful. that. I can't deal with it. That's why this packs like lead up to packs is torture mm-hmm. because I get so many emails and I get like a decent amount of emails anyway uh especially the like you know like the business account and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but pax is way worse that's <laughs> like like every day i get at least 50 new emails just for pax specifically yeah. <laughs> and it's just like no nah, i don't oh, like i don't want to deal with this <laughs> you know um especially since a lot of it is like not relevant because they just have you in like if you're if you have a media badge to packs they have you in this mailing list of like hey come look at all our games it's like it doesn't care about your preferences because uh, i know like e3 um i think pax does the same thing but e3 has you fill out like a a, a questionnaire of like what do you care about here mm. <laughs> uh, and yeah. they try to like narrow down what they send you but pax just sends you everything so it's like hey you want to play this uh this uh, Steam Love Simulator or something like that. <laughs> it's like, does that sound relevant to me at all? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, uh, speaking of things that are relevant to me, uh, t- <laughs> to rock or not to rock? That is the question. Uh, Turok, oh, the man. N64 <laughs> game, is coming to the Switch. So that's a thing. Um, it had come out previously on at least Xbox at probably just everything. Um, or it was a remaster that came out last year or two years ago or something like that. And it's just, I mean, it's straight up, it's very much a remaster, not a remake. So it looks like, you know, the N64 game, but just up a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's coming to, that's coming to switch at some point. Uh, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> probably plays like garbage. <laughs> It is funny. There's a lot of people comparing it to um, to Ark, 
survival evolved on the switch because even when art came out they're like oh it kind of looks like turok but worse and now it's like well here's turok but not as bad as arc <laughs> it's true it's i mean that, that that leads me to another thing where it's like i i just don't like how people talk about like the graphics on switch like they're like like this is just disgusting right. it's unplayable and it's like it'll look like an xbox 360 game <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it's like four years ago you're talking about like this looks pretty good yeah. you know like but now it's like this is the worst thing ever and stuff it's like no you're playing an xbox 360 game if not ps3 if not better than that yeah. in your hand right <laughs> you know i mean it's one thing Granted, if it's frame is not one of those right. arc is not one of those. that game looks terrible <laughs> yes um but and it's more for that one it's just as much a question of frame drops all over the place and you know yeah. that kind of stuff but like yeah no it's for ones that like just look that run fine but don't look immaculate they still look good <laughs> yeah exactly like it's it's just this weird like moving like moving target of like if it doesn't look like the best thing it's the worst thing you know it's like absolutely yeah i don't know about that yep you know do you think uh it's a pretty straightforward answer but do you think this game means anything at all in terms of n64 lineup making its way i don't think (laughs) so i mean mostly the fact that a it came to all the other consoles and b this one wasn't even on the virtual console for Wii or wii u or whatever so it doesn't really have any impact on any of that i don't think also i mean like everybody's putting their old games on switch and that's not like Mm -hmm. having nintendo be like man yeah hamsters putting a lot of our games on there maybe (laughs) we should put the rest yeah it's like indeed all right well um last but not least news wise this one doesn't even need a segue because i'm not doing it is devil may cry may come to switch if dragon dragon's dogma sells well said speaking of things i'm not going to (laughs) do if i if i was going to play dragon's i think i did say i was interested in playing that don't want to play it now Mm. i'm tired of capcom i'm sick of them (sighs) don't put devil may cry on the switch (laughs) just don't do it just don't do not do it at this point because it's like i just don't care i couldn't care any less yep it's i mean and it's not like that's even a real like there's some there's some games that i could see you know like for example if if nintendo was like we're gonna put back out pikmin 3 to see if we should bother making a pikmin 4 something like that you know like I can. It's still not a great test. Even that is like I, I would say that that is like the best case scenario, yes, right? <laughs> just because Pikmin Three is a game that most people didn't play, yeah. you know, and it's directly related to the thing. Mm-hmm. But for something like this, is just two games which by I, the same developer, <laughs> right? That's it. Which I would say, but even that, even yeah, exactly. Even something like what Bandai Namco did for Fighters. Where it's like, if you buy Xenoverse 2, go right. and bring over fighters. It's like, that's not a one-to-one scenario. Because, like, if you buy this old crappy game, we'll bring <laughs> over this new good one. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know there's people that are like, Xenoverse is good. No, it's not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. Sorry about it. <laughs> I mean, you're like L.A. Noir and, and uh, with Rockstar and yeah. stuff. You know, like, right. that's, if people want GTA Five, they don't specifically want L.A. Noir. I mean, maybe, I'm sure there's overlap, but right. it's not, like one in the same at the same time so it's just it's a yeah. frustrating thing because it's not and like you said it's not one-to-one like i know for me well i i don't know if i would specifically care about devil may cry five i've just not played any of them before but like i mean i hear they're really good so maybe i would but 
if if I were I don't know. It's just they're if not there relevant. Was any chance of me playing this playing that game or like I said, Dragon's Dogma, it's dead now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because like I don't care about Devil May Cry Five. Right. I'm I mean I hear it's good. Cool. Yeah. You know, great, great for people that want to play it. But again, like this is it's just like I feel like companies like Capcom have that opposite effect that they wanna have on me when they say things like yes this. right because like they think I'm they're incentivizing likely, it <laughs> right i'm more likely to play your game if you put it on switch just put it out there every, any company you know mm-hmm. any any company from the smallest indie to the biggest triple a if you put your game on switch chances are i'm gonna play it if it's on and this is this is coming from somebody that has literally i'm staring at my xbox and my playstation 4 right now <laughs> but i'm ten thousand times more likely to play through your game if you put it on switch so just do it, you know. Yep. Don't do this whole thing of like, if you buy this, because that just makes me not care about your game at all. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's because it just makes it seem like I don't know. It looks bad on them rather than it meaning anything about their game specifically. It's just they look like jerks is all. So speaking of looking like jerks, yeah. <laughs> we got your video. <laughs> Uh, which I was in, and I guess I'll just say that was about me and me looking like a jerk. But uh, yeah, that's, of course, that's it for of course, news. Any closing thoughts on took, the news? You took up my video. You took up valuable time. You <laughs> um, made my video nice and nice and two minutes longer or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, I always have this problem where it's like I have like this brief moment of like, will I have enough about mm. enough to say about Pokemon? <laughs> And I feel like I say this all every time we talk. Well, I have a Pokemon video where it's like I don't know if I'm gonna like be able to do this in this video, um, unless it's like a very specific thing, like the ones of like um, things that Pokemon can learn from this game. You know, mm-hmm. like the past Pokemon games, which Grimhain wants me to keep making, but like <laughs> the views, fam. Um, it's just like I start these videos, and it's like hopefully I can get it to ten minutes, but if not, whatever. Yeah. And then it always ends up being too long. I have to cut stuff. <laughs> and then you were like, hey, well, we do thing for you being in a video, uh, me being in a video. I was like, yeah, let's do that. And then I was like, this video is going to be the longest video I've made in three months or something like that. How long did it end up being? I don't remember. It's like, it, with everything I had written out, because like, you had the script, but if you look at the script compared to like the video, uh-huh. I cut out like a good three minutes. Nice. <laughs> um, so that video would have been nearly 20 minutes long and I wasn't doing that yeah. I didn't even want it to be 14 minutes like I try to have my videos max be 12 minutes mm-hmm. max but if I, if I would have cut out any more it would have took out a lot of what I was trying to say right. yeah <laughs> so I didn't, didn't want to do that indeed but yeah uh, your video I'll I mean, I gave some thoughts by just saying things in it. So, so there's that. That's true. Um, That's but some true. of the things you talked about, I mean, we'll uh, you know get to comments that talk about some of these things, I'm sure, too. But yeah, you mentioned that Game Freak aims to challenge themselves. And that's, I think it was, you did a good job of pointing out all these things that are, I mean, it was, I'm sure your thesis or whatever for the video was that like, these are things that at this point, based on what we've seen are still theoretically possible. Like Pokemon in the overworld, it's kind of too little too late now, unless they have one specific area where maybe that happens or something like a safari zone or something. Other than that, it's like, nah, it's random encounters. So we're not, you know, talking about that anymore. But, um, yeah. But yeah, that they aim to challenge themselves is good. Um, and then you talked about non-linearity. And I think playing Gen 1 is was an interesting... Um, just going back and like playing actual Gen 1 versus Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, 
there's it's still like kind of non-linear in let's go pikachu and eevee but there's a lot more times where like when it is linear they specifically point you in the direction like after yeah. i feel like yeah. i feel like in let's go pikachu and eevee they made what was originally non-linear pretty linear mm-hmm. Cause it's like it straight up does not let you do certain things if you don't right check off those boxes like i was playing through it um on stream mm-hmm. and i was like in the like middle ground between going to lavender and like past uh, like to like uh fuchsia mm-hmm. um and i'm like why can't i do this like why aren't they letting <laughs> me go to the next thing it's like oh you, you gotta go talk to jesse and james and uh, have that cutscene around that didn't happen in the original right. general yeah. games I literally, like, completely by accident, I got uh, the Fuchsia City gym badge before I got uh, uh, Sabrina's. Right. And I didn't even know that that was the wrong <laughs> order when I originally did it. Um, I don't know if that... I think... I think that's technically... The, I, yeah, had, but, I had them flipped. I had gotcha, them flipped. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember which one was the original order yeah, or whatever. Because technically but speaking, I, it's... I mean, and it's weird because, like, world-wise, like map wise it doesn't make sense but you're kind of supposed to go to koga before you go so it's erica and then koga and then sabrina but you can kind of do the sabrina stuff uh not the sabrina stuff but the like the little gym the fighting dojo in there before you do it's it's weird yeah <laughs> like it's kind right. of which is great honestly it's just that you can kind of yeah so sabrina's first so yeah i did sabrina before i did koga gotcha. right which I is mean, i mean sabrina's d- d- second <laughs> right she's the she's the fifth gym yeah. leader or as far as yeah. the sixth one canon order right goes. so yeah it's it's weird but yeah so i hope i mean you pointed out in the map and other people pointed that out as well that that kind of middle area looks like maybe it's kind of open and it's possible that you know it's with it being just a map it's possible that there's a snorlax or you know something else like that that it right. it kind of funnels I you a different don't way. Think it's gonna and like I said in the video, I definitely don't think it's going to be like that. Right. You know, where it's like I got the grass gym first. Which one did you get? I don't think it's going to be like uh-huh. that. I just think that there's going to be like different ways to attack certain routes. Yep. Where it's like I went in this direction and took this branching path here. Like we literally see in the map, where it's like there are branching, like there's forks. Yeah. And the like the, the where the river is. Mm-hmm. Um and what that is is like i think that that's just going to end up less so being branching paths and more just like another way to go mm-hmm. and you're going to take both of them yeah. <laughs> or all of them uh most people will but you won't have to the only thing that like thinking about and looking at that open area and like that i was kind of excited about that but then on the only thing with that is that in some other games there's like good reward for exploring and like i don't know I mean, there's just reward for exploring and, you know, stronger weapons or stuff like that. Whereas in the Pokemon formula, there's a little bit less that they can incentivize with that. I mean, there's definitely items that they could give you, but they're not like, I mean, you probably, you would know better than me. So maybe there, there are things I'm not thinking of, but there could be items like, you know, hold items that make your specific Pokemon stronger and all that kind of stuff. But I can't really think right. of a lot of things that's like, oh, wow, I'm really glad I went down in this area over here because it, you know, benefited me in a lot of ways other than just catching more Pokemon and fighting more trainers and stuff. I think that that's I think there's both already things that they could theoretically do, mm-hmm. but they could also add more and it could still fit within like, the parameters that are yep. there, which um, I hope they do. I think. 
that for the most part it could just be trainers you know because like how in pokemon let's go there's like a lot more trainers than there are in the original uh-huh. gen one um so like if they just wanted to do that where it's like if you go down this route you battle these trainers or this route you battle these trainers or this route you know mm-hmm. um so in that way you could just if you want to grind out the whole route and do all possible paths you can battle everybody on that route mm-hmm. and be more leveled <laughs> <laughs> yep so i mean yeah i that's exciting to me if they're doing that which it again like you pointed out it seems like they will and i just hope that they do so that'd be cool um and then just some other things that you mentioned i won't go on too long because i talk a lot already um but having kalos or like the sevi islands kind of thing definitely kalos just would be i don't know it makes too much sense it makes so much sense yeah, I I mean that's that's pretty much all there is to it. Like it, I I think the only thing that would be maybe a hindrance is depending on if if the world is kind of more is three D and has a three D camera or whatever and isn't just a fixed camera, then right. they would have to redo the environments. Well, I mean they'd already have to redo the environments, but they'd have to redo them maybe more than they would have before. I don't know if they had to redo them. They might have to like up-res a lot of it mm-hmm. but it does seem like because a lot of the models that they have with the exception of like the characters mm-hmm. are pretty much the same you know like they, there's it's going to have to be like some scaling done to like things like cars and all that stuff mm-hmm. um i guess i'm mostly for the most part yeah i guess i'm mostly just thinking too if it's if it's a you know if you have a free camera and you can see the backs mm-hmm. of buildings then all of a sudden now you go into kalos and all of the backs of buildings are just like well there's a front to them and there's no back or that kind of thing like i don't know maybe not i just don't i don't know if that's even the case because oh, okay. a lot of times like they go overboard right <laughs> like especially like nintendo in particular like look at smash brothers it's like smash brothers has so much stuff off camera that you would never yeah, see normally right, that's true. <laughs> that they have completely modeled and stuff like that so i don't know um Maybe I had to look at a boundary break video or something to see if, <laughs> yeah. if they did anything to like fully model out that world. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. Um, you, but other things that are cool is comments. Ta-da. Grimhane says, hey, Parker, can you tell me who this AJ guy is? Is he new or something? <laughs> uh, yeah. The tides have turned. <laughs> <laughs> I would be deeply confused if somebody that wasn't Greenhorn said that. <laughs> and now, like, Eric or something like that is going yeah, to comment. Right, exactly. But, like, I mean, like, genuinely saying that. I'd be like, yo, okay, well, that's cool. You know, like, if the, like, the only show that they watch is Eat Shop Window, yeah. that'd be dope. Yeah. You know? There you go. It is there for a reason. Uh-huh. So, like, if, if people just watch that, I would be cool with that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, no, I want them to watch your stuff as well. But um, in any case, good job, Grim Hane. That was funny. And just because, fun. like, eShop Window is, like, uh, functional. Right. You know? If it's a bit We're different like, MO, yeah. Right. So it's, like, action point. I feel like they're functional in the sense that, like, it's, like, social capital. Where mm-hmm. it's, like, I talk about this game in this different way or whatever. Um, whereas for you, it's just like, hey, you don't know what to play on your Switch. Here's new games yeah. that you probably didn't know about. <laughs> Indeed. 
Um, yeah. So some of the things we didn't know about. Decepticon says, so far, I'm really digging Score Bunny. This might be my first Pokemon game where I pick up fire as a starter. One thing I'd love for them to add is more interactions with your team. I always loved how in the show, Ash had a strong bond with his team, interacts with them, plays with them, etc. It would be nice to have a deeper connection with my team rather than be like, oh, we had some great battles together. Can't wait to experience more battles. I doubt we're going to have Pokemon follow us, which is a shame, but at least something else alongside battling would be great. Not more fashion shows, though, LMAO. <laughs> Agreed. I want them to go. I've, I mean, I've, I'm sure I said this in a video, <laughs> but I want I want them to go almost like more in like a Nintendo sort of direction where it's like and they kind of do that with like Pokemon and me and Pokemon refresh and all that stuff. But like I want to be able to like just straight up be like, you know, like the scene in the Pokemon movies and stuff like that where Ash is like, come on out. Everybody. <laughs> and he throws all the Pokeballs up and I don't know how he does that. <laughs> like he just has all six of the Pokeballs and throws them all up. Yep. Um, but yeah, I want to I wanna do that mm-hmm. and just have everybody doing their thing. You know what I mean? Yep. I want to, like, scold my uh, Pikachu for pushing my Charmander into the water or something, you know? Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like that was not nice. Like a Pokemon spa or something where you, like, go there and even if it's, I mean, ideally it'd be throughout the whole game. Do campsites. Yeah. Just, like, a a spot. Because I think, I mean, it seems like at this point, if if there's no Pokemon in the overworld for the most part, it's, you know, it's not going to happen in... uh, at least not in this game just like anywhere you want right yeah exactly but if they could just set up specific spots where like this is where we have pokemon models that can do things and there's limited things that they could do but we get to do stuff (laughs) it would be cool yeah it's not like it's not like they had and that's the thing that that, that's frustrating because it's like they even had these models of all the pokemon every one of them walking Mm -hmm. they had walking animations for all the pokemon in pokemon sun and moon that's crazy yeah i mean you know what it is still a possible like we actually haven't seen anything that's confirmed i mean they could do like a bait and switch you know because it does look like super early footage yeah um there's a lot of like rough stuff Mm -hmm. In terms of like textures and all that, all the yeah, all that other crap. I mean, or you know, yeah, that they even just—it's not just that it's early. I mean, it it is early footage, I guess, but also that they just decided to turn off the you know having a Pokemon follow you in when they're walking or something like that. Right. In because you can do that yeah. in Pokemon. Let's Besides, go, I guess Pikachu and an Eevee, but outside right. of that, yeah. So you could just possible. be like, no, stay in the Pokeball forever. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I think. The next, I don't think that that's going to happen. I feel like if they were going to do that, that would be like front and center. Like, hey, we did the thing you guys like again. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe that's like a E3 reveal or a thing of like you thought you thought we weren't going to do it. But guess what? That's I think that's my only thought is if they're going to at this point, they you know, they showed the game for what it is and they've got some things up their sleeve. It's just a question of what things those are and how exciting (laughs) those things are, I guess, as well. Right. Which, I mean, probably E3 is when we're going to find out. Um, we're also going to find out that Jay said, my favorite starter starting out was Grookey, but Score Bunny is starting to grow on me. Which you think was Grookey because he's grass and grass grows. Uh, I think Score oh Bunny God. will be either Fire Electric <laughs> or Fire Steel. Grookey, Grass Rock or Grass Fighting. And Sobble will be Water Psychic or Water Ghost. 
I plan on getting shield right now, but I will wait to see the exclusives for each version. I think the legendaries will be a final form of Meltan, the figure we saw on the hill. Uh, wolf legendary, a dragon, and possibly a horse slash unicorn. Um, this dude is my uh, rival, officially. <laughs> Because he's like the opposite of me in every way, <laughs> um, in terms of like favorite starters and stuff like that. Because I don't like Grookey at all. Mm -hmm. um, Score Buddy's fine, uh, and then I like Sable the most. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to see those type, uh, those type inks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you did it. Congratulations. Uh, that would be that would be neat. Uh, I don't know if they would do like it just seems like they try not to double dip unless it's firefighting right. <laughs> in regards to like even yeah. if it's like across other types you know like they don't they don't go from doing firefighting to doing water fighting mm -hmm. you know um, so it would be kind of weird if they did water ghost because mm -hmm. um, they just had the grass ghost one yeah um, so I think yeah my my guess is for those it's hard because it's one of those things where like they're you know their base form is pretty you know just kind of standard but then they could right. add as many things as they want to like who would guess that that all of a sudden squirtle would gain metal pipes out of his shell <laughs> you know like not to yeah, say that he's a steel type but he can i mean he can use right. steel type moves um to some degree and then you know at this point if he had come out now maybe he would be a steel type as well you know like I bet he's not. I bet. I bet his. I bet his stupid cannons are fake. Like I said. Like I told Justin, they're PVC pipes. I'm telling no, you, man. They're beautiful and wonderful. Um, I, <laughs> even his Mega Evolution's not part of steel. Let's be real That's here. That's true. They're not steel. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it's it's a little bit hard to guess because unless they go more into the things that they're already doing, so like that score bunny is even more of an athlete and that Sobble is even more of like a, you know, chameleon-y, Heidi thing, in which case, you know, it seems like <laughs> ghost or uh, poison or something like that would make sense. Because um, mm -hmm. if he's using, somebody pointed out, maybe he's using acid armor at the beginning of the trailer right. there, which uh, poison or whatever, so... I yeah. mean, granted, Vaporeon can learn acid right, armor. Exactly. And, and <laughs> he's just water. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Legendary's final form of Meltan. I kind of thought the same thing about the that the little things looked kind of like Meltans on the hill. I don't know if that's what you're talking about, Jay. Is that the... I think that is okay. what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. I think he's saying the final form is going to be the big guy. Um, which that'd be interesting. I don't know. Mel, uh, Meltan or Mel Metal. Mel Metal's already kind of big. final. <laughs> yeah, he looks final for me to yeah, me, same. but I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll get even bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A wolf legendary, a dragon, and possibly a horse and unicorn. I think, I mean, those make sense because of the, um, because the UK for one thing with the dragon and the horse unicorn. And there's also a lion, but then the wolf because of at the top of the sword and shield logos, there's the wolf and Pokemon gun. Right. We forgot about Pokemon gun. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Uh, hashtag product provide not yet. <laughs> true. But, but I'd assume eventually, mm -hmm. you know, all right, unless I mess something up. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be sad. I mean, you'd still buy it. It just wouldn't be free. Yeah, so. obviously, but I wouldn't have to give disclaimers. That's true. Indeed. Um, but yeah, good good comments, Jay. Uh, as Azaka Blue 
says, I wish Game Freak would have taken more of a risk with Gen 8. Personally, I would have been happy with the continued feature of seeing Pokemon in the overworld. It was a nice change after 23 years. Not to mention, it fixes the whole Zubat problem. True. Uh, What I would have liked to see was a living open world with Pokemon living in their respective environments with the traditional battle and capture system. And since we could see the Pokemon in the environment, they could have added a new system where you could sneak, track, and chase wild Pokemon. Make it as close to the anime as possible. Also, after 23 years, I don't think it's unreasonable to have Pokemon do their anime calls. I think the last bit would be super controversial. Mm. <laughs> um, just because a lot of people are like, I mean, granted, changing anything in Pokemon, which is why they don't, <laughs> would be controversial. Um, cause there's, oh, and I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's like a, like confirmation bias thing and like people seek it out and stuff like that. But the majority of the time when I say, Hey, make, change everything <laughs> and make all the things different in Pokemon, people seem to agree or at least like the video and don't dislike <laughs> it and say, this is stupid, you're an idiot, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, so it's like, I think that most people, at least the vocal minority, uh, are okay with things changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like the competitive side right. of things and like that that side of like I want the same game that I've been playing for forever they would hate the anime calls thing mm. um, I even saw somebody say something about that in like a, a Facebook group or something where it's like uh, somebody said I want the anime calls and then they were like I would stop playing Pokemon if they did that and I'm what's like, well, their logic kinda... I'm not sure I understand <laughs> just because it's not they just said that they they said that they would be annoyed by a Pokemon saying its name over and over again oh my goodness. but I mean like but you're not annoyed by no yeah, exactly. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's not like this, like, robotic, you know, like, it's not like that is any less repetitive. Right. Also, Pokemon, it's, you can barely tell what 90% of the Pokemon are saying. Yeah. Like, Eevee doesn't sound like it's saying Eevee. Yeah. You know, Charizard's not saying Charizard. Yeah. You know, like, it's like this, like, animalistic version of it, you know? Right. Where it's like they add some type of thing like charizard roars he's probably saying charizard mm-hmm. but he's he like growls it kind of like when bowser in um mario odyssey when bowser's talking and he's subtitled it's like mario and like you hear mario and the rest is just i roar i roar i roar you know like all right whatever yeah i think it would be the tricky thing about doing the anime calls would be um well, okay, A, they've never had voice acting in any Pokemon games, and so right. I think if we get voice acting in this next one, which I I kind of, I doubt, I just don't think it's going to happen. It will probably cost a lot for yeah. me being real. And, <laughs> even if they, like, repurposed, because I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of, like, bleed through on, like, people that play X Pokemon also plays this Pokemon, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the voice actor for Bulbasaur also does, you know, like, right. that whole thing. Um, but still, like, either you would be paying them for their time mm-hmm. a lot because they got to record dialogue for the 20 Pokemon or whatever that they do. Yep. Um, or you would be paying a lot of people to do 900 Pokemon. And also in a number of languages, or at least two languages, at least Japanese yeah. and English, which, like, right. I mean, even just from uh, Pikachu and Eevee, Pikachu is exactly the same in, well, in Let's Go Pikachu, 
it you know the pikachu voice just sounds like yeah that's what we're used to pika pika and stuff yeah but that's just pikachu like yeah. but pikachu is like a rare case right because like a lot of pokemon do have especially since like most of them if not all are some type of like portmanteau and pun and those things don't all translate in every language so they have different names in a lot of right. different regions so they and a lot of them yeah, they're have the stuff. same voice yeah but you would still again you would have to pay them for additional time because mm-hmm. they had to record all those same lines but with a different mm-hmm. name <laughs> again there is a number of pokemon that i only knew by their french names for a long time <laughs> but now i know them the yeah. regular way and that's just the it's way true. it is <laughs> so um yeah there's also a couple pokemon so i i collected cards like i mean like we all did for a good while yeah. and like my gen one collection is incredibly rob is like almost completely full uh, i mean i've got all the pokemon but as far as like i've got i'm just missing a couple pokemon from different expansions um right. where i have but whatever a couple of them i'll have like yeah i technically have a holographic haunter from the fossil um line but it's in german <laughs> and it's like that's <laughs> a little annoying whereas you know like 90 percent of them are in english and then a couple of them are just in random other languages I'm like all right come on whatever so there's that but uh yeah i think azaka blue's main point though uh, like the majority of what you're saying is pretty much just like we want it to feel like the anime and feel more like this is the world that we experience on tv we want to also right. experience it which i'd agree with absolutely and it's not even just the anime it's literally every other medium yeah. with the exception of like the cards yeah but it's like the movies it's the manga you know yep they don't they don't have that like this is a turn-based sort of like uh, super static you know like rpg-ish rpg yeah right <laughs> and the rest of the media like even something like um mega man anti-warrior <laughs> which is a strange example like that translates much more directly to like the uh battle network games mm-hmm. um than like pokemon does because pokemon is like so much more frenetic mm-hmm. and the uh I mean, like in the in the anime and movies and manga mm-hmm. than it ever has been in the game it's tricky to i mean so one of the things that makes it hard to especially in a battle system context to translate the um the pokemon anime or you know just the how that works that world into pokemon games is that in the anime you're essentially you're not like directly controlling another entity you're like influencing another entity it's like right. you know it's like dog training or whatever where it's like my dog's not gonna sit 100 percent of the time that i want it to sit sometimes and like the way he does it's gonna be different or what or like all this kind of stuff where like it the game can't really there's no way for it to account for you telling it things and then but pikachu being like no i'm gonna do this other thing or you know something along those lines and, and it's not i mean I would say that it is there is right like we have the technology for that <laughs> um but it's just like i think it would make it feel for a lot of people mm-hmm. mostly children <laughs> too complicated yes. uh, mm-hmm. because they could do like the thing of like just that basic example because that i mean that already kind of exists in pokemon where it's like if you're not if you're not this level mm-hmm. or you have this which i didn't know for the longest time it was only traded pokemon <laughs> I was like, well, I can't level up my stuff past level 50 if I don't have this badge yet. Like, I just got to hang around 49 until I beat him. Yeah. And I was just dumb. <laughs> Go on. But yeah, like, I, like the first time I ever did that, 
and I, I think that that was more recent. Like that was like a Gen three or Gen four thing, even where like Pokemon would straight up like go to sleep. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. before it was like I don't want to listen to you, but like now it's like they they do all different types of stuff. Mm. You know, it's like he's confused now and he smacked himself in the face because he doesn't like <laughs> you very much. Where it's like, okay, well that doesn't make any sense, but whatever floats your Which boat. Which always hit. bugs me <laughs> in the anime that his Charz that Ash's Charizard doesn't listen to him if it's following the game logic of. Well, it's, I mean, it's not following the game logic. It's doing its own thing of that Charizard is independent and has his own free will. It doesn't want to do Ash's thing. Okay. But in the game, it's only traded Pokemon. Like the ones that you've trained, it assumes you have I mean, the bond with. He's kind of a traded Pokemon a little bit. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But I mean, he would have gotten him when he was a, you know, level 10 Charmander or something like that. So he would have right. leveled about himself. And now he's like a level 70 Charizard. <laughs> yeah. And Ash is just a level one loser. Yeah, and even with the fact, like, a lot of people are like, but he has all the badges, like, in the Pokemon League when he wasn't listening to him. Maybe he just doesn't view the badges that he got illegitimately, like, the (laughs) the Misty and Brock badges. Maybe he's like, nah, fam, you got six badges. You know what? You don't got eight. I was thinking about that recently, because it always bugged me a little bit that Ash got so many of his badges illegitimately, like, just not through actual, you know, trainer battles and stuff. But... As for TV stuff, I realized that it actually would be significantly more boring to watch. Like, okay, now he gets to a gym, and now they're going to have a battle every time. Like, it's it's actually kind of good that they did that. It's still a little bit frustrating because, like, yeah, but really you should have. Like, some of them, they had the Team I Rocket they stuff. They, I think they could have made it more interesting. Yeah. I mean, they could not more interesting than what it, what it is, per se, but they could have made it interesting if he always had to, like, earn his mm-hmm. badges um like actually not the like you know what <laughs> let me give it to you anyway yeah yeah i don't want to have you again you you won a battle so sure why the not brock one also uh, bugs me because he used the you, you can't use a sprinkler <laughs> hey fam that that one that one was dope i wish they did more stuff I mean, it like was that cool but, but it's like, also not I don't know if it's fair or not in that world. It's not fair. It's 100% not fair. But it would be cool if you could do that. Because, like, that's using your environment, you know? (laughs) That'd be dope. Let me do Uh, it. Yeah, man. All right, last but not least, we've got Dreamer Tim who says, Hashtag Team Grookey, great video. I would love to have a Galar slash Kalos region, or Kalos situation here, but I'm afraid we got our expectations way too high again. We've already seen the trailer. Isn't it just showing us what to expect? Do Pokemon Company ever exceed the expectations? I really hope for Kalos, but I'll be paying I'll be playing Pokemon Sword anyhow, and and that might be the point. Yes, they do. Frequently. Uh they didn't parade out that Kanto was in uh Gen 2. Hmm. When did we actually find when that out? When they first then? revealed that. It was like closer to like when the game came out slash maybe not even then. Was that maybe because you know? they still didn't know if it was gonna be in there though? <laughs> probably (laughs) but still there's precedent for them not being like hey here's everything and they didn't talk about like you know like the um the delta episode for pokemon uh omega ruby alpha sapphire Uh they usually don't like talk a lot about the post game um so it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't say anything about it also this is they haven't really told us everything to expect from this game this is like the reveal that people typically don't i mean that Pokemon uh-huh. company doesn't typically say anything right like we wouldn't even have the starters right now traditionally mm-hmm. so i'd imagine that they have a lot more to talk about that we don't know yep. just yet whether or not it's something that big 
I don't know, mm -hmm. but it's possible. It's going to be something. It's just a question of, yeah, expectations versus reality, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's another thing that, like, I struggle with, uh, with these videos, with, like, with the response to these videos from some people, mm -hmm. where it's like, they'll comment and be like, you're just getting your hopes too high, and then you'll be mad. It's like, you clearly don't know me <laughs> if you think that I'll be mad if I, like, because I know they're not going right. to do 90% of the things that I want them to do, but that doesn't stop, that's not going to stop me from talking about mm -hmm. it, and it's not like Nintendo has some type of problem with it, clearly, yeah. you know? Like, if they didn't like the fact that I'm always like, yo, shoot for the stars, here's all the stuff that you could do that would be really cool and it's realistic in terms of like what's possible mm -hmm. it's not like i'm saying yo i want pokemon to be 8k on the nintendo switch i don't want to buy a new console for that i want it to be 97 hours long VR and i want also, it to, yeah, yeah exactly know. i want it to be vr i want the headset to be also 8k you know like, i'm <laughs> yeah. not saying stuff that just like couldn't happen um it's just what people also want but they like temper their own mm -hmm. expectations because they think they'll be disappointed or mm -hmm. angry that what they wanted isn't what happened but i, I i'm very uh capable yeah. of separating those two things where it's like hey this would be neat and i find more joy in seeing like oh this one thing did happen mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's like, like i made a breath of the wild, a video about breath of the wild before it was breath of the wild and like hey if they did x y and z that'd be dope and most of that came true yeah because breath of the wild is the best <laughs> that's all i'm saying yeah. um so i mean sometimes everything's wrong and you're like they're not going to be able to exceed your expectations but that time that they did, mm -hmm. I'm right. And I can say that I was right. And I can say <laughs> I predicted it and you all were dumb and you didn't believe me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yep. But as you guys I'm are joking, telling us that we're dumb, you will also ask us questions. You can ask us questions. Lots of places. Uh, AJ asked ahead of time on Twitter and on the community post on YouTube and on Discord and all those places. You can ask us any of these kinds of questions and we will give you answers of some variety. Yeah, yeah, I gotta ask earlier than because <laughs> I was talking. To, I was talking to Dan, um, or Dan more accurately was talking to me. He, me and Bob. He's like, "Hey, uh, the community posts thing that that might be a good thing to do." Mm. And I'm like, "Oh, you're right. Maybe I should use that. I have a podcast. I could post about that on there." And it's like <laughs> sometimes I do, but usually I don't. Yeah. Um, I, I have no real reason why. Um, I should just do that. But I need to like the main thing is that I can't schedule it, mm. so it's like you have to do it in the moment whenever. Yes, yeah. it's, it's so dumb. <laughs> um, so it's like I, it would just be easier if I can schedule it while it's on my mind already. Mm -hmm. um, but that usually just happens when we're like compiling everything, and it's like, oh shoot, I got to get questions, you know. <laughs> um, but next week i'm going to post it earlier i'm going to try to do it after logan's video mm -hmm. so you got a long i feel like it was up. about then though because yeah it was sometime yesterday that you posted it i'm pretty sure it was yesterday at like 10 o'clock oh, okay <laughs> or something like that like it was like pretty late it was oh um, i saw captain marvel last night by the way i think it i saw it as i was getting out of there in that case oh snaps yeah. i didn't see it i need to yeah. see it I, i'm probably not going to see it let's be real um <laughs> I usually only see like the the like like I'm going to see Endgame, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> like the stuff that like really really matters. Mm -hmm. So like if I find I'm gonna talk to Will, I'm like Will, does, do I have to see this movie? And he was like, yeah, you gotta see it. I'm probably gonna see it. But like stuff like Ant Man, I didn't see Ant Man. Yeah. 
and I completely understood what was happening in, in Infinity War. Yep. You know, like that type of stuff. I usually I can see safely though. say I thought it was a great movie. I don't think it's it won't have been necessary specifically for for Endgame. It's more just like character arc backstory like that and you know a, a good movie and like an origin story and all that kind of stuff but as far right. as like end game goes nah you'll be fine <laughs> yeah no i'm probably probably not gonna probably not gonna do that uh maybe when it comes out on disney whatever the thing is called maybe are you gonna I'll, subscribe to that possibly i don't know disney has a lot of stuff man they're disney. they really do yeah i'll think it depends honestly it depends on what their shows are i think because like i can stand to not watch movies and blah 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 and all that kind of thing but like their loki show that they're gonna do and all that kind of stuff like my wife loves loki um she's she really likes anti-hero type characters and so we'll see um but yeah question q a is what we had (laughs) get back to that um sorry to derail us with captain marvel at domo sword on twitter asks what is your quest aj what is your quest um to catch and battle and train them all <laughs> to be the very best like no one ever was is that your real test to train them is your cause yeah, yeah okay cool nice What's um to get 900 korok seeds <laughs> I thought you were going to say something stupid like play a new Golden Sun or something. I mean, some, I take back like the Korok that. seeds because that's a lie. <laughs> Golden Sun is way more accurate. I did. I got as many Korok seeds as I needed to fill out all the slots in Breath of the Wild because I was like, ah, oh, why not? Like, it's something to do and it, I, there's a reward for it, but there is no way I'm getting the rest of those Korok seeds. Just I'm not doing it. It's not going to no. happen. And I never even thought about doing <laughs> it. Like it was never even a part of like even before. And I like I'm not going to say what it mm-hmm. is, but like I know what happens when you get all yeah. of them. And like even before all that, it wasn't worth it for me. I was like, oh, I don't care about that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do what I need to do and be done with the game. I think it's one of those things where like people were mad at what the reward is because it's like so low key doesn't matter and whatever, you know, but I think think it's one of those things where i'm glad that they didn't make the reward that great it's kind of a similar point in my mind to last week when we were talking about pokemon and the battling wild pokemon versus just catching mechanic where if one of them that i think is a little bit dumb is like over rewarded then it'll make me at least i like i don't really care about anybody else in in this argument's sake just for me i would feel like i should do the thing that will give me the reward so right. if I knew that the reward for the 900 quarks, I you, think everybody yeah. would feel like that for something like yeah. that, though, like for sure. Like, I think that the Pokemon thing specifically is maybe a bit more targeted to you right. and people that also feel like they need to, like, be the most optimized in their right. playthroughs. <laughs> um, but something where it's like this is like a big reward. Uh-huh. You got to get the big I mean, reward, if it was like the know? Hylian Shield was locked behind 900 Korok Seeds, I would have got 900 Korok Seeds for sure. I mean, it right. would have been annoying for some of it, but I still would have done it. But knowing, like, so I like that they gave a bit of a lame reward. So it's like, don't even worry about it. Like, it's fun. If you did it, here you go. Have fun. But at the yeah, same it's, time. It's definitely their way of saying, like, and I think we talked about uh, me and Logan on an older episode of this where he was like uh how he feels about mario versus how he feels about breath of the mm-hmm. wild um where it's like for him 
Mario wasn't as like fun long term right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's because he was looking for this like uh in game like you did the thing, mm-hmm. you know, and you're that's your reward versus like you did the thing and that was fun, yeah. wasn't it? You know? <laughs> Whereas yeah, exactly. Um, for I, me, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, both of them by the time like after I did the objectives of sort, I was using little objectives in the game to like I want to get that moon because it's going to be fun to get that moon. And it just, I need to have something to aim towards. So getting a moon is going right. to be that. Thing. It's, it's <laughs> like, it's like eating some type of pasta, right? And you have like bread and the like, man, it's sauce is so good. I'm going to stop up all the sauce with the bread. Absolutely. That's what, that's what it that's is. That's exactly what it is, which is exactly what I do. Cause I friggin' love pasta sauce. <laughs> Spaghetti's really good. Uh, this is true. So yeah, that's Respect. my quest. My quest is spaghetti sauce in game form. <laughs> Good Truth. question, Domo Sword. It was a troll question, but well, not troll, not, not mean troll, but you know, fun troll. And uh, you did it. Good, congratulations, Grimhane. What is a wolf den? Who is a bab? I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> I not even. Nope. Sure don't. Lethal asks. <laughs> How long will Epic Yarn take to beat when one-handed? Um, I'm not sure I get the well, question. He's saying that he's saying that like Kirby's toothless. Um, mm, so of course, that's what gotcha, he's saying. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Um, I beat the first world in like an hour, maybe. <laughs> I don't feel like the game is too short because there is like, or is going to be too mm-hmm. short. I don't know how many worlds are in this game. Um, I think that the game's going to be a good length because there's a lot of stuff that I didn't get playing the devilish mm-hmm. run because I'm like I gotta I gotta beat it I got I'm not going to die right. can't die <laughs> what you crazy uh-huh. um but if you go and you try to collect everything you will 100% die several times in this mm. game it's going to happen <laughs> it's going to happen to you nice um if you're playing the devilish yeah mode. which is good I think that's the thing is part of the thing in Kirby Star Allies in the little bit that I played of it was like. Yeah, 100%ing everything is more just annoying than it is challenging. It's like you just have to go out of your way to go do things, but it's not like you're puzzling to find out how to do those things or trying harder to do those things and not die while doing it. Yeah, I played through the entirety of Kirby Star Allies without dying even once. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty bad. No, that's true. I can't even yeah. think like the times that I've played it. I can't think of a way that I would have died. <laughs> yeah, I and and this is like how old was she? How old was Kirby? Six, Kirby's a boy. Seven. No, come no, on, AJ. Talking, you don't know. Not, Fake gamer. Not Kirby. I'm talking about my niece. <laughs> I played this game with my cool. niece, and she was fine. You mm-hmm. know, like it wasn't it wasn't like this thing of like how do how does this work or whatever. Like she got bored. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. So that's a problem. There it is. It's an issue. Um, so yeah. Eric Henley on the community post, which is what we were talking about just a minute ago, asked, do you think Nintendo would integrate the VR somehow into Pokemon Let's Go or the mainline game this year? No. Um, just because that's not really a Nintendo call. Right. That's if Game Freak wants to do it, and I don't think Game Freak cares about Labo. And, and uh, yeah, even a want to do it, and they just have higher priority things too. So even if they were like, "Oh, that would be cool," which I don't think is their mo right now, I I think they would still probably not do it just because of timing aspects of it. And like, eh, whatever. Like we've got bigger fish to fry. I don't know if I don't know if Game Freak operates like that though. 
I think Game Freak is like, hey, you want to make a game about an elephant? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so so I, I think that they, they definitely have like bandwidth to do like small things like mm-hmm. that. It just doesn't seem like one of their priorities. They don't really care about whether or not like they were talking about they might not support the nintendo switch you know like they didn't put a, a mainline pokemon game on a uh-huh. like a console for forever you yeah. know um they don't care about that they're just like will this work for which us? is so weird to me like i don't know that seems like that just seems like a fake friend in some ways where it's like <laughs> yeah like i'll hang out with you but like as soon as you stop in my gas bill i'm not gonna hang out with you anymore i don't know like something dumb where it's like uh i mean it's true man. it's true weird sure yeah. game freak does what game freak wants the only thing that they can't do is put pokemon on a different console yeah. they that's the only thing that nintendo's like nope uh-uh, that's not happening this is where i use my power do you think <laughs> you're not if doing they could they, they would have tell they can tell game freak not to do things they can't tell game freak to do things yeah it's basically how it breaks down okay yeah no so yeah i I agree i don't i don't suspect that they'll integrate the vr i think i think what you mentioned earlier is right that they'll integrate the vr into something whether that be somehow into mario kart or just an experience in a different game or something like that somebody there was some rumor that somehow in smash bros and i don't understand how unless it's something kind of like um ultra street fighter 2 was when um you know what they do they do it with the they bring back trophies <laughs> and they do it like that hmm just that like you look at the trophies yeah it's an experience yeah, there you go and everybody wants the trophies accurate so there we, there go. we go so yeah but good question eric always asking those good questions griffin fay fray sorry griffin fray asks will nintendo ever experiment with wait what will nintendo ever experiment with be outside of labo and incorporate it with their mainline games um phrasing with with outside i mean i guess the gist seems to be will they um with maybe like ips outside of labo so like will they use labo in their mainline games like yoshi would there be integration into i mean not specifically yoshi but that kind of a thing that was rumored for a little or or suspected for a little bit that they're like we're gonna do some labo things with this mainline game um yeah i i think that i think that they really care about labo um it's possible that if this doesn't do well that they won't do anything else with right. it but it wouldn't be the first time that nintendo's like nah we're we're going to support this because we had a plan for it and we're going to see that through yeah. uh i.e the wii u <laughs> being supported for what five yeah. years um so yeah hey, i think it's i mean kind of like you we're alluding at too is i think it depends on kind of what their motivation for labo is at this point like whether because it hasn't done super well they are therefore giving up on it or if they will therefore leverage ips of their own to make labo do better like do they care about keeping labo around in and of itself as a thing for longer than you know vr stuff goes um which i i think we'll only find out in my mind again with having said that i think this was their last plan like specifically thought of and planned one from the get-go i bet if there's a labo kit five then we're in for it for a while 
would right. be my guess. And then in that case, probably that they'd end up doing something with their mainline IPs. Um, but well, I don't know. Mainline games is different, I guess, than I was just thinking with IPs. Um, and I guess it's a question of how much work it would take to integrate it with Yoshi or something like that. And I don't even know if Yoshi isn't something that they already had because it just seems like a lab. Oh, absolutely, thing. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Man. I I think we would have found out about it by now, though, if it were. Because they have like a Labo reference, like they have like he's like mm-hmm. in the Labo like piano or something like uh-huh. that. So like I don't know. Maybe. I mean, and you know, maybe it's one of those things they already have plans as integration. Because I mean. It, they already have incorporated it with their mainline games as far as the ones we've mentioned before. Mario Kart, for example. Maybe just Mario Kart. Right. I don't remember. Um, but Same. but maybe they have plans to integrate it with with Yoshi. The question is, would they do a separate release for a game like Yoshi, I wonder? Because it, it seems pretty easy for them to be like, hey, also, you know, if you do this mode in Yoshi and you have the Labo kit already, then you can do blah, 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 blah. But I guess would they come up with a separate thing for it? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Last but not least, something that only we know until now. Ultimate <laughs> Elite Mountain asked on Discord, favorite childhood memory. Actually, he didn't ask it. The... He just said, favorite childhood memory. Just letting us know <laughs> that there is such a thing. Deep. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I read this. I'll go ahead and go if, if you don't have anything. I read this question earlier, and then I just reminisced for a while. Because, um, you know, that's a thing. So I've, I've got a couple. Gaming-wise, I'll say um, playing Pokemon Blue, I was it, on our way to a zoo one day. It was like far away. It was like two hours away. It was the closest zoo to us. And I was we were on our way there, and I was playing Pokemon Blue. And something about that is just very, like... Yeah, it was great. And I remember I was using the rare candy cheat. And so I had a level 100 Venusaur (laughs) and was like, this is so cool that I've got a level 100 Venusaur. And it's just, it was just happy. So as far as gaming one goes, there's one for you. He picked the dumb one. He picked the dumb (laughs) Pokemon. That doesn't even make any sense. You got Pokemon Blue and use Venusaur. I mean, it was like my fourth or fifth playthrough at that point in the one year that I had. Gross. Um, Mine's also Pokemon related. It's like the first thing that came to mind, um, but it's not like a particularly like it's not even like crazy different from like how I experienced most Pokemon games, mm-hmm. like even the recent ones. Um, but I had Pokemon Fire Red, and this would happen a lot where I would get like multiple copies of it, mm-hmm. m- multiple copies of every game, right. <laughs> because like I just had a lot of family that was like he likes games, why not get him a game? <laughs> Um, so I gave my extra copy of Fire Red to my older brother and we played through that and like we played through the first region and like that was one thing like we didn't know Sebi Islands was part of it and then we got through that and we're like yo we gotta beat Sebi Islands <laughs> immediately so we like like ran through Sebi Islands like in like within the day and we did something mm-hmm. and got in trouble and got the game taken away I just remember oh, no. that <laughs> but speaking of that I'm probably gonna play this game uh sword and shield with my brother too nice but he needs to buy a switch so i told him I was like, you gotta buy a switch are you do you think you're gonna get sword or shield or do you know i'm probably gonna get both i got true pokemon but i don't know I'm, i don't know what i'm gonna do with it i don't know because last time i gave away the other copy mm. i'm probably gonna give the other copy to you but i don't know <laughs> it depends on it depends on if you want sword or shield or not um and what you want to do with Indeed. that 
because I want sword probably, mm-hmm. but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, my other one, I'll just say, was just thinking about it. My mom re- would read books to me a lot, like before going to bed, um, and just her reading me The Hobbit before bed was is something that I remember and I'm very very fond of. So that's a thing. Man, you're a nerd. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, so like, that's the joke. That's the joke. I know. <laughs> it yeah, is funny. I, that's I, the joke. I, I think in my Somebody, mind, like, well, multiple people. People genuinely get offended every time I say that. It's like, <laughs> but why though? Like, is that not a clear joke? Uh, no, I mean, it's funny. I, I don't even remember what I was. Oh, I remember what it was that I was thinking about it in context of is um, my my friend who is on the other podcast I was doing before this one um with me is um he does geeks who drink which is a trivia thing and so every tuesday he goes to this bar and hosts it at the thing but all the guys that like are the you know regulars there at the bar don't like it at all even the manager doesn't like it just the owner that doesn't even work there but just owns the place (laughs) pays for it and the manager's like oh it's these nerds coming in here again or whatever (laughs) and it's it was funny he was telling me about it today and like how they just don't like it and when he mentioned that one of them said something about these nerds or something like that i i have a not quite disdain but like something like that for people who call people nerds in a derogatory way like just i'm like you're not the kind of person that i am on any kind of level with most of the time (laughs) like just because it just it just is like kind of an outdated term at this point because like you can't you can't on some level not be right (laughs) you know like maybe you're you're a nascar nerd like i don't know that's still some kind of a nerd (laughs) yeah if you're not one Turns out in 2019, you're less cool. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, if people are like, all saying, like, yo, I'm so hyped for Avengers Endgame. Yo, spoilers, you're a nerd, my dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to break it to you. Um, but, yeah, I'm weird. with you. People are weird. Other thing with you, uh, come with us into the future of Fanatics 4 and directly to you. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment and all that stuff. If you ask questions down here, I'll we'll try to go back to last week to this week's episode next week and answer those. But otherwise, just keep subscribed and posted and whatever on Twitter and YouTube and Discord and all that stuff. And we will ask some questions and all that kind of stuff and get to interact with you. And thanks so much for listening. Any closing thoughts? How, how dare you take the outro for me, Parker? <laughs> I said any closing thoughts. <laughs> well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, my closing thoughts are um, sometimes podcasting is double dutch. And if you don't say that, I'm sure Parker's going to take it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>